Good evening and welcome to episode 147 for Schnozcast on Saturday, October 30th, 2021. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Bob, joined by my pusillanimous pals, Nick Bader, Corey Slesky, Todd Dillon, all the way from beautiful Seattle, Washington. <laughs> it's, Halloween. it's Halloween weekend, as you can see. From some of us. <laughs> so we got a few things to go through this week. Booze News. Uh, we'll do a little, uh, the last installment of The Haunt for this October. A little Funko this. Gentlemen's Agreement, maybe a little lightning round and pick of the week. Gentlemen, how are you? Oh, hey. <laughs> Good evening. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I need less of a pause in between the how are you and the hey, Todd. What's up, my friend? Well, Corey was looking at my, me with, like, bedroom eyes for some reason. I'm not sure why. So I was waiting for him to talk. I call those my Nick eyes. Uh-huh. Todd, what's up? Uh, this guy. Me. <laughs> Dude. Happy, ha- happy Halloween Eve. All right, what is that on your head? It is an Oktoberfest hat. I got my later hosing on. Yeah? Lean into the camera just a bit cause, so that the people get a good, strong look at that. Well, it's my fake later hosing. I don't care. I don't care. Just lean in to the, toward the camera so the people can see yeah. your, your chapeau yeah. on your fontanelle. All right, Mr. That's Dylan, not, big pimping. That's, I'm pimping. <laughs> pimping ain't easy, but it's necessary. Yeah, you're pimping in German, too. That's, that's even harder. How would you Deutsch. say that in German? Das Pimp. Ein Pimpen. Das Pimpen. <laughs> das pimp. Wow. See, it's all downhill from here, fellas. I already got the episode title. We're we're good. We're golden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, look, das ist sehr gut. Look at that. Why don't you wear that every day? Todd. I should. Todd, don't move too quickly, but I think one of your dogs has climbed <laughs> up on top of your head. <laughs> That's the Lowenbrow lion. Is that the the tail from the lion down <laughs> coming down under your shirt? From it the is. Hat? It is. That's fantastic. Is. What, whatever you fantastic. paid for that for that hat, it was money well spent. It, it was. It was. I wore it all during Oktoberfest when I was uh, there a couple of years back. Uh, please tell me this isn't the first time this October that you've put that hat on. Uh, second time. All right, Jesus. Corey, didn't we have a uh, a Halloween uh, background from last year, specifically that just for like the day of Halloween? Ooh, we may have. I think so. I think it was like dripping slime or something like that. It was so I'll see if I can go back and find it. We yeah. also all dressed up last year, and we're not quite doing that this year. No, quite. Yeah. Not all. We're not doing quite all of us. 50%, 50% dress up. Hey, you can stop muting my mic every time you take a drag oh, off the... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Mine was always one. Oh, you're two now. Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't do it. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. All right. I just thought it made the most sense. Yeah, we've all been in this for 147 episodes. Well, we That's tore down everything to take it to Mike's house. So. That's true. We did. But you did you know he was always one and you were like... No, oh, I had no clue. I just was oh, going okay. in order, figuring you're Mike one, he's two, then I'd be three, and then four. No, Nick's got to be Mike one. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually... He's one, I'm two, you're four, <laughs> yeah. and three. I'm yeah. actually surprised Bob's left it number one this long. Like, yeah, you motherfuckers, it's my fucking mixer. I'll be number one. No, I, I think the, where, the hill I died on was plugging my headphones into the front chat. That is true. That, I do remember that. After that, I'm like, okay. I was going to say, I don't think it, it matters that much to Bob. 
uh, things of that nature. No. I mean, well, but initially he was the one that was was crowing about me, uh, you know, exhaling into the microphone like way back on episode like forty or something like that. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, yeah, man, just just turn your head away while you do it, or because uh, you 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 fill these like giant clouds, and 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 no one else when when I do it, you can't hear it, but you, you're like, <laughs> you know, he's like, so so I think we were getting comments in the room. He, yeah, yeah, he, people were commenting on. He yeah. he really like Pavlov conditioned me into using this button, and it is the closest one to me. So. If he were to be like, no, we're going to move you down here. That it you, really would make after, sense. you know what, in the break, we can switch right back. I really don't give a shit. If it, if it works Dude, better for you. Number two, that's fine. <laughs> no, because you're not going to remember that. <laughs> you're not. I'm going to get muted a lot. This yeah, I'm going to get muted a lot. That's yeah, enough of that, Bob. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> um, well, so, <laughs> so, Corey, um, I understand that this, this uh, past week you tried some new cuisine. And I want to hear what oh. your experience was. Yes, he did. You had some uh, some British clotted cream. Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> it was the most disgusting thing I've ever tried. So uh, I don't know if, if you guys have ever seen Kurosawa films, but there's a couple of different ones where they do like the whole movie's like cut up into different points of view of the same event. So I kind of want to get the Corey view of this event first. It was pretty quick. Nick explained what it was. And I was like, oh, okay, so basically it's Cool Whip. He's like, oh, no, no, it's not. It's way better. Cool Whip. Um, yes, cool whip. Okay. And I'm like, uh, all right. So he brought a bowl of it out and took a spoonful. He's like, here, try some. And the second my tongue touched it, I, I was like, uh, it left an instant film all over my tongue and my lips. Did you it, spit it out? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the little bit I had, I, I did spit out, yes. Okay. Cause yeah, it, I thought you swallowed some of it. Spit oh, or I swallow, gotta, I just wanted to know. Oh, it depends. <laughs> For you, spit. Todd, swallow. Oh, Todd. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Inst- instant film. Lucky bastard. Oh, so, yeah, it, oh, so you spit it out. And I just looked at Naomi. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever tried in my entire life. Okay. And, uh, oh, no, it's great. It's great. And then he tried a spoonful, and he's like, oh, this has been in here for a little bit. It is pretty bad. <laughs> it had spoiled? I was, yeah. I was, <laughs> basically. We, we, were a few, we were a few drinks in. Yeah, maybe that was your uh, palpitating. Maybe that was. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it would have just helped you. That penicillin would have would have just went right into your system. But uh, yeah, no, it, this clotted cream been sitting there because we get some orders for it sometimes, and it is really good when it's first done. It's like a mixture of, it's like the consistency of cream cheese, but it tastes like heavy cream, and it's it's really fucking good. I I don't really like sweets, but I can appreciate tasting it and being like, yeah, this tastes delicious. And so I blindly like didn't know, but I'm like, I know how good this is. Corey's never had this. Taste it. So I didn't taste it. I just took a big spoonful out and right <laughs> the helicopter went right in and uh and he, he actually stopped himself and was like, This is actually probably one of the most fucking disgusting things I've ever tasted in my life. Fuck the British. And I was like, What? I was like, What? And so Fuck the British. Yeah. After Fuck. going back and forth as many times, I was like Maybe something's is something wrong with it? Like I don't know. And I looked and I saw like one or two green spots, and I'm like, oh no. And so I taste. There were green spots. <laughs> yeah, you oh, you the, just found you out. Fucked hard. You didn't eat the green spots, and neither did I. And so then I, so I tasted it, and I was like, yeah, this is this as far is, as you know. This is nasty, and it basically just tasted like like old cream cheese two weeks past that's sitting in a Ziploc bag. It had like a plasticky kind of. T- it was not good. And uh, so I tasted it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this is bad. And he starts going off the handle, and he's like, you fed me old food, blah, blah, blah. And he's going on. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I fed it to myself too. Okay, so we're both gonna die. And he's like, <laughs> and then like that was the end of it. So I was telling Bob this week, and he's like, he's like, oh dude, we got to get Corey to tell that story on the show. I'll never. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Even if he made fresh stuff now, I don't know if I. No, try no, it. no. We talked about this. I said once it's made fresh, you'll taste it again. And you're like, I don't have a problem tasting it again. That was just to appease you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So I'm down to uh, the last few days of Sober October for me. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Sober October-ish. <laughs> that is true. Didn't you defer You deferred the first two weekends or whatever, right? Uh, but I'm going to the third. Third to the third, Todd. There you go. So, yeah, every life pretty much sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it needs to be called, like, uh, No Bender Ocnember. Right, like a like a mixture that between the two. That rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> so easy. Yeah, I think you're onto something. No, there. no, November. No November. November. October. No, 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 no. Lesson learned. I'll never do it during October again. It is literally the worst month I could have picked. Yeah, February. Think, I I wish there any was, other month would have. I been wish there was there was someone, some sort of soothsayer, uh, that was close to the both of you that could have told you and given you stark advice about how bad this was to do around the holidays. But no, no, everyone, uh, everyone was much wiser than me at that point. So there were there's only a holiday. There's a Halloween tomorrow. Yeah. It's, it's a very, I'd very rather, happy, done it this week, festive this time filled month. with candy and pumpkins and cider and donuts and delicious alcohol. Yeah. But you can, you can save a lot of that for when you're done. Okay. <laughs> Unlike if I had done it in November, that's always now. Fun. I can't have any turkey. I can't have any stuffing. I can't okay. have any well, gravy. Yeah, and that shit doesn't keep. Enjoy your <laughs> Snickers bar where the chocolates turned white on top. <laughs> that shit lasts forever. All the preservatives. Come on. Mmm. <laughs> so so last last weekend I was not in the cast. Um, my ch- my chums held down the fort admirably. Um. But we went out, uh, Laura and I went out for a nice little vacation weekend, got a got a hotel nearby, and just uh, no kids, just hanging out, spending time together. And so when the weekend was done, I realized, like, oh, I'd taken pictures throughout the weekend, um, but I'd never posted anything to Facebook. And I'm like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll do that. So I posted it, and I go. That was here. Was no. it? It was back here. Oh, was it? Back okay. there? Yeah. Something Corey put on the shelf because I saw him weaseling around back there when I came downstairs from my shower. Why are you smiling like you timed it going like that? I went exactly <laughs> like I had planned. I wish. <laughs> so I posted this picture, and in the picture I said, the caption was, uh, great weekend with this gorgeous stack of pancakes, which, if you don't know, is a quote from uh, League of Their Own. I thought it was fine, <laughs> and so I posted it, mm-hmm. and I get a text message from her probably 25 minutes later <laughs> saying, hey, um, I know that it's not a big deal, and you know it's not a big deal, but can you change that? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> why am I, sure, what, why? Well, apparently Stack of Pancakes is, in some corners, not viewed as a compliment. And I'm like, that's a shocker to me. I did not what? know that, so I'm like, of course I could change it, which I instantly did. But I'd never heard that before. Have you guys? No, I have not. 
She's, she's thinking but I've of, never, but in fairness, I've never called anyone a stack of pancakes. <laughs> well, now you know not to, I guess. I mean, she was fine. She's like, I get the reference. So it's fine with me. But it's not like you said bowl of goo. <laughs> but it, she made it sound like <laughs> some people are taking it to mean bowl of goo. Maybe she's thinking muffin top. <laughs> I think that that's probably what the reference would be. That the stack. Yeah, but people like who have muffin, muffin tops, that's like, uh, that's like a good branding, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like pleasingly plump. I always those are none of those words are words that women want to hear though. I always I always reference Corey's height by saying three apples high. He never gets upset about that. <laughs> so you think? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, good weekend despite despite the Facebook uh, shenanigans. Um. So where can everyone find us, Bob? I've been waiting, but I, I know I we got like a little off track. There. We're not we're not there yet. Oh, okay. I just felt like he's he's trying to switch it up to to stave off predictability. Talk. Absolutely. Oh, all right. My my apologies then. Uh, in fact, didn't you have a story to tell? I do. Uh, Does it fall into any other category, or you want to tell it now? Uh, I guess it would fall into housekeeping. There you go. Um, myself, Kelly, and Dylan, and well, Danielle was there at one point. Uh, finally cleaned out all the Halloween stuff out of my mom's garage. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that was a big task. Yeah. Oh, was it ever? Um, after almost every last one of us dying at least once or twice, uh, we were able to manage to get everything down from the garage. So I do not understand how he did all that on his own. To be honest with you, I mean, the good news would be that if you died, you could potentially fall into a coffin, and then they just ship you away. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Off you go. <laughs> you could be <laughs> on your on the front lawn of your house forever. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, as dad planned. You know, let's let's prop him up in the yard at least through Halloween. That's what Mike would have wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, te- technically, he didn't do it all by himself. Every year, I was there helping to take it out and put it away. Not just me. Virtue Nick, signaling. Nick was there. Andy was there. My kids were there when they were old enough. I mean, he had a lot of help too. During the whole, throughout the whole year, he was like taking stuff down and putting it back oh, up yeah, again, that, and working on this and trying to fix the motor on that. And he was always tinkering with something. Yeah. But, well, I mean, and, and then on top of that, everything's been up there for 14 years just sitting. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the way he had some of the stuff organized wasn't, uh, it was efficient, <laughs> was it? but it wasn't the best way to do it. Uh, there was a board that held a whole bunch of shit. Uh, heavy stuff too mm-hmm. that we found out was held up by two nails he put into the front of the garage yeah uh and then the two by four that was part of the rafter of, of the garage right so had any of that moved maybe two inches forward it would have <laughs> all just came down onto my mom's car and would have completely smashed her vehicle do you think right now your dad's saying son everything has its place Everything uh, has I would, its place. I would hope so, because I don't know how it stayed up there for as long as it did without crashing down. I, I can actually hear Corey talking to Corey right now. If there was any part of Corey in Michael, which I don't know, because I didn't know him as an adult. But, like, I could just hear Corey saying to Corey, for that comment, like, Huh, but did it fall? Did it? And how, how many years was it up? I was, I was dead. And how many years was it up there? 14. Yeah, it was fine until you motherfuckers fucked with it, wasn't it? I, of, I had it exactly where I wanted it. One of the things that uh, he had is it was an old bar tray that like a very shallow bar tray. Um, Mine that they put. No, I do. Oh, dude, everything up there was just wrecked. It's, oh, what really? 
Oh, all the masks and everything. It, for sitting up there in summer for 14 years Bake, of the summer. In the, yeah, oh, dry rotted. Melted and dry rotted. Uh, but it, the, well, to, about the, the bar um, little tray. Mm-hmm. The second Callie even, like, I don't even think she touched it yet. It just came crashing down in the garage. Really? And thank God that none of us were under it or um, it, it almost smacked the pool filter and would have uh, just demolished the pool filter. Uh, just just swung right by that. Uh, so it was an interesting time getting everything down. Um, Why didn't you guys just load the stuff down? Why did you have to pull nails out and let it all fall to the ground? We didn't. <laughs> like I said, this, it, it, it was barely I just even would touched. assume that there was like an assembly line and everyone's just handing stuff off. There was. But that... Uh, Callie, get out of the rafters! The tray did not, not want to stay up there. Let me just move this nail, and uh, all of it should be done. <laughs> no, Corey, both of the we'll nails. Take both of the nails out. But it's in the garage. Take them out. I can't believe your mom didn't know that they were precariously balanced by a couple of nails and a, and a two-by-four. She, I don't think she really looked at it much. Um, it was just something she never really wanted to deal with and have to look at. Um, yeah. It wasn't until, like, basically, like, the garage door... Uh, you could see like it, things were starting to bow on top of the garage door when it was open. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Okay, yeah, that's going to be an issue." Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now, the, so the, your mom's garage, the the rafters of it completely empty now. That yeah, that forward forward part, yes. Yeah, uh, that, that's where all the caskets and all that, right. that stuff was at. Um, we were able to salvage a couple things that uh, that stayed up there. Okay, and that's what I was gonna, the picture I was going to show you guys is. I was able to take them to our house and put them on the lawn. Nice. All right. So the uh, those tombstones are my dad's tombstones, and uh, that was <laughs> one of the very few things that were left that we could actually salvage. Uh, but that's exactly are those real ones. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, they I wish they were. <laughs> no. I mean, the rest of the stuff is a lot of his stuff was real, so I don't know. Uh, but that's that's how he actually how he started at, at our first house was just with a couple of uh, couple headstones. Yeah. And uh, are we looking at the the birth of a new obsession for Corey? You guys just might be. This this could be what kicks it off. Yeah. This is not our forever home. Seriously, just you know. Well, that it shit is not that shit moves around. Yeah. Grass looks good though. Yeah. <laughs> so there you guys oh, go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, the start of the Halloween display. All right. Uh, okay. And Todd, sorry about your Wolverines, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't have to. We don't have to go deep into it. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I know. I need ninety minute sports to freaking. No, you oh don't. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I like like I said to you, man. If if they end up losing to OSU um, in the last game, I I don't. I mean, the state game and the OSU game, to me, were the big, you know, from the college's concern, those are the big, like, should he keep his job or not games. Yeah, I mean, ultimately his record just against ranked teams, ranked teams on the road, he's horrible. He can't win big games. Yeah, and if he can't win the big games, it doesn't count it at Michigan. And 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 it seems beyond Harbaugh, we've been, every coach isn't able to make halftime adjustments. Right. Okay, so to round up housekeeping, if you are new to the podcast, there we go. <laughs> uh, you can find us here every weekend. Uh, please, please tune in. If you can't uh, watch us live on YouTube, you can stream us out on uh, the, any of the streaming services, anywhere you get a podcast: iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, 
Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, or anywhere else that offers podcasts. You can also follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, at SchnozCast. If you're one of those emailing people, you can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text us, as always, at 618-SHOCKER. The Shocker Line. There he is. The Shocker Line. waiting for something from Arthur Penn and Teller. (laughs) Well, (laughs) can't scratch your itch every week, Bob. That's true. A man could dream, though, can he? That's true. Of course he can. All right, Corey, a little booze news. And now it's time for booze news. (gasps) Alrighty. Uh... I got something here, and I know that uh, Todd does, so I'll jump in real quick first. Can I, can I interject for yeah, a second? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I just want to interject. Todd, do you, yes, ha- sir. do you have something to do a shot of? Because I'm uh, flying solo right now, so. I do. Oh, thank God. I'm like the lone fucking shot ranger over here. Todd, wow. Todd, Todd, give the, uh, if we may have some new listeners out there. I mean, it's possible. Uh, yeah. Give, give them the 10-second what we're doing here with the shots. Uh, no. I love how the, Come on, buddy. like the most self-explanatory thing we do, we explain, but like, we don't give the backstory about how Corey's dad was so into Halloween. <laughs> We're like pulling <laughs> caskets down from the, from the fucking rafters and they almost killed us. Well, there's a mythology of the show and they can go back, you know, uh, what are those, uh, number of episodes, those libations and- <laughs> that you're pouring into those tiny cups and putting up to your lips. Well, we're going to tell you right about that. We do a shot on this show. So if you're out there watching us on, on YouTube live, it is Saturday night, and you've got a big day of trick-or-treating tomorrow. Uh, now is the time to get ready for that, so you should be joining us with a schnozcast shot. Yes, sir. If you want to. Mr. Dillon, what no, do you got? No, no, you can't pipe up now. You had your chance, buddy. What do you got tonight, Todd? <laughs> little crown apple. Okay, I got some Rebel Stoke, uh, roasted green apple. Cheers. I got some frappuccino, some toasted chocolate, splash okay. of cold brew. Get out of here, Bob. If anything, you should have brought. Ah, that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. You should have brought espresso shots. <laughs> I had a free, I had a fridge full of them. I could have, but well, it's really good. I think we have a great Halloween <laughs> episode. Right. I think that's great. I'm going to see you guys later. Bye. What the hell happened to Bob? <laughs> All right. So uh, this is from uh, hyperallergic dot com. Uh, curator curator discovers what may be the world's earliest depiction of a ghost. There's a book coming out, uh, apparently, called The First Ghosts, Most Ancient of Legacies, uh, authored by this guy who's a curator of the British Museum's Middle Eastern Department, and what they've discovered is a 3,500-year-old Babylonian tablet that had been kept in the vaults of London's British Museum since the 19th century, and it appears to include the earliest depiction of a ghost, according to this gentleman and his book. Um, the drawing on the tablet depicts a bearded male ghost being led to the underworld by a younger woman, possibly a lover. It belongs to a cuneiform <laughs> guide to exercising, which is exorcising, not to exercising. Yeah, exercise those demons. <laughs> which has never been publicly displayed and half of which is missing. He says it's obviously a male ghost and he's miserable. You can imagine a tall, thin bearded ghost hanging about the house that did get on people's nerves. The final analysis was was that what this ghost needed was a lover. Um, the back of the hand-sized tablet features a text with instructions for handling a ghost that, quote, seizes hold of a person and pursues him and cannot be loosed, unquote. The exorcism ritual begins with making figurines of a man and a woman with specific instructions in the text. Quote, you dress the man in an everyday shift and equip him with travel provisions. You wrap the woman in four red garments and clothe her in a purple cloth. 
You give her a golden brooch. You equip her fully with bed, chair, mat, and towel. You give her a comb and a flask. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you exercise the demons. So uh, that's what I got for booze news, sir, uh, on this uh, scariest <laughs> of, of holidays. Okay, man. Todd. <laughs> Todd, you got something? Yes, yes sir. Uh, this, this is from uh, Atlas Obscura. Uh, this British university has an archive of ye old haunted houses. The times have changed, but the thrill remains the same. The University of Sheffield's National Fairground and Circus Archive includes tens of thousands of images of carnival attractions. Uh, the photographs housed at the University of Sheffield's National uh, Fairground and Circus Archive aren't really meant to be spooky, but there's just something about a vintage snapshot of a vacant carnival ride or an empty sideshow stage that feels like a peek onto a horror movie set. Hey, Todd, sorry to interrupt yes, you, sir. but... Uh... Corey is sharing that article now on the feed, and um, he's going through. If you scroll down a bit, some of the pictures, some yeah, of pictures, yeah, yeah. The, that makes sense of uh, to collections manager Arantanza Barusha. Uh, she points out that for many, fear is integral to the experience of a fair of any sort. The draw is the thrill, the thrill experience, the feeling of fear you get when you or into a funhouse. In the heyday of Britain's fairgrounds from Victorian era and into the, the early 20th century, uh, the country show were savvy businessmen, Baruch says, who played this played with this idea of titillating audiences with fear. Anything that entertained the public, the showman would have been would have been there, developing that idea. Uh, she said, by early 20th century, that, uh, that often included the haunted house and the ghost train in which fairgoers rode through dark tunnels inhabited by mechanized ghouls, commonly known in the amusement park as the Dark Ride. Barucci speculates that this widespread interest in the spiritualism and communicating with those in the great beyond were responsible for these carnival misstays. Mainstays, sorry. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other words that uh, this is, I think these pictures... <laughs> this is a wordy, a wordy article. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we're going to take mercy on your soul and not make you read any more of that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I did a good job words. of butchering it. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's you did a, a good job. a lot of words. You did a good Thank job. You, sir. These are, uh, yeah, these are some really interesting pictures that remind me of any kind of sort of carnival that you go to nowadays, whether it's Dearborn's Homecoming or wherever else, you know, for the kids to go through. But there's some old, old stuff there. Interesting. And uh, we can piggyback off of. This, these haunted, scary booze news stories with uh, the last installment of The Haunt for this October. Yeah. Last installment. <laughs> yeah, so baby. There are two short paragraphs tonight, so we'll do the, uh, the Haunt for this October. Until next year. Uh, so these Michigan haunts, if you happen to find yourself in the area of Dearborn Heights around the Schnozcast studios, you can go ahead and stop by and say hello to us, shake our hands. Please give me a heads up first. Don't, don't, I, don't shake my hand. I may not want you here. Um, and wait till uh, at least November 3rd. Um, hopefully, Corey will be on some better medication by then, and Bob will be off of his diet, and we'll be all a lot happier. But if you do stop by during that time, the downstairs bathroom, right above the toilet, will be this book that we read from for the past month, Michigan Haunts, Public Places, and Eerie Spaces. 
Can't get it anywhere else. <laughs> just Nick's bathroom. Only Nick's bathroom. <laughs> just my bathroom. Right above the toilet. The only copy of it. If you ever wanted to know where, where do these guys get their material, the shitter, that's where they get In it. In the shitter. So you know what the weird thing was? Is the time that Krabby came over, and maybe it was something that I like unconsciously did, and I didn't remember doing, but I swear to God I don't remember doing this. So this was always in the bathroom, as as creepy as the book is itself in Michigan, and then we're reading these creepy stories. So it was always in there, but since the haunt for this October, it's been here. It's been out here. So the week I gave it to Krabby, I, I passed it over, and I said, just read this article, whatever. So when we were cleaning everything up for the podcast like he was upstairs and I think a couple other people were upstairs and I came down to get a beer and I took a piss in the bathroom downstairs and it was back on the shelf in the bathroom and I know I did not put it there and I don't think Krabby's been here enough to know that that's where it belongs like he would have just randomly picked it up from the table and took it in the bathroom and set it down. Like I, I, th- I think that's kind of far fetched. Didn't Krabby say recently that he last time was on that he'd been here like seven times? He's been here, but I mean, it's nothing else. I think he's the most frequented guest that we've had. Yeah, but nothing. First of all, he hasn't been here seven times. I don't think he's been here seven times. That's what he said. No, I would say probably four or five, maybe, but not seven. Because peppered in there was the pool side and, right, you know, stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's not. He's not like straightening other things up in the house. So it was just very odd that, you know. But anyhow, so the haunt for this October, beware the lady in red. Built in 1835, Marshall's National uh, House Inn is one of Michigan's finest bed and breakfast. Uh, Cowther Milan checked in once, whoever the hell that is, um, checked in once and matter-of-factly asked if the clerk... Um, knew if the place was haunted. Initially, the clerk said no, but while showing Milan to his room, he admitted that the last tenant left the morning, uh, early in the morning at around 3 a.m. The couple literally woke up in the middle of the night to a uh, ghostly apparition standing in the doorway looking at them. I, I, I'm not sure if I would pee first or do like vomit 360s. I'm not sure which one of those would come first if I saw a ghostly apparition fucking looking at me. Always why, pee. Always pee. First. Why not just pee and 360 vomit at the I, same time? Well, it would spray enough in, in that direction where we'd get whatever was trying to haunt me. So, um, And then courting ghost, uh, a stagecoach stop along the old Grand River Trail, the 1836 Botsford Inn. I, I, I think I read this one. Um, Botsford Inn was where Henry Ford uh, courted his wife, Clara. Uh, he bought this house and put springs in the floor of the ballroom upstairs. That is where odd things happen with reports of dishes mysteriously moving and doors uh, wouldn't open or would open on their own. First of all, okay, why are, th- why are there springs in the floor? Dancing, make it, baby. Make it, make it bouncy. Make it dance and jump higher. That's right. But are, is there a lot of jumping and dance? I don't understand. I mean, <laughs> when I do it, absolutely. Back in those days. I could see like one spot on the floor where... Where uh, perhaps, um, you know, all, all the wood floor that is normally going in one direction for a little bit of a, a square goes in a different direction. So, you know, like, so, you know, this is where we dance or we jump on. Like, so when you go to do like the dirty dancing thing where she leaps into the air, like that would be a good spot. But not springs all over the place. What is the floor made of that there's springs underneath the trampolines? You need, you need it for when you play jump around. Yeah. That wasn't around when this was built. So. This is the time on Sprockets when we dance. You guys didn't know Everlast just remade that song? Oh, my God. It's a remix. 
I, maybe they really wanted to get some air doing the Charleston. I don't know. But uh, so it says that is where odd things would happen with reports of dishes mysteriously moving doors that would open or not open on their own. Uh, ghostly man uh, has also been spotted. Perhaps Henry coming back to dance? Question mark. Well preserved. It is now an office building. So that is the final installment of Michigan Haunts, Public Places, Eerie Spaces for the Haunt for this October. We will see you next year with that. Or in my bathroom. Outstanding. Rest in peace, Haunt for this October. And for those of you who are interested, including the poolside, Krabby has been here nine times. I don't buy it. Uh, it's You can't dispute I'll need, it. I'll need a report by next week. It's right here. He's been here nine times? I don't uh, think he's been at my house nine times. He's been in your house at least seven times. I was gonna say because the only one he has he wasn't actually here was the poolside. This is like where people come in and when they're yeah. trying to, when they're trying to bargain like for something like like a pawn shop and he goes real high and he's like yeah well I guess we'll agree oh, on seven seven's what you said that I didn't agree with earlier so so <laughs> I looked it up because here because I, uh, I keep an episode guide for all the, the Guinness books of course he has been a guest the, on the podcast nine times okay so how do you know seven was at my house uh, because the episode numbers. High enough. <laughs> They're high enough. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Maybe uh, the reason that my, oh, my vision of Bob's it is... Bob's right. No, I'm saying... You, the, the reason you sort of sound my, like my wife. The vision of, my, of it is so skewed is because I remember there was at least one or two times that I had to work. And you guys were... At, the one time you were at my house with Krabby and I wasn't here. Yeah. So I don't have a recollection of that, which is why I would have thought six. And there's probably one other time that I wasn't around... Grabby was probably. Yeah, I think that's uh, why I think we've beat that dead horse. So with that, Corey. There we go. Wow. If you're going to turn anything up, turn up, turn up Todd's mic- microphone, not that. No, Todd's loud enough as it is. <laughs> all right Corey. the last funko before november yes uh <laughs> and nick's gonna be very happy because he just said before the show i hate funkos yeah he does and bobbleheads even more yes so guess what buddy oh god <laughs> got there, you another one is there some sort of allowance that yeah that i'm you not can, doing it i'm not moving that at all that you look can, at all those funkos no yes here. you are no i'm not I, that's going in the garbage disposal because no. it's yes it is it is not staying here so you can if it has be to be a hypocrite and frazier look at all of those listed down there i got it yeah never played sports um it's obvious <laughs> What, what was your little hand movement there? You, you didn't even come I, close. But he to threw it. it to me. I caught the last one. <sighs> Anyhow, that's awesome, dude. Thank you. What is it? It's a it's a Fraser. It's a Fraser bobble or not bobble. Which one? Funko. It says Fraser one one three three. <laughs> oh they, yeah. What's his dad's name? Mart Martin. Yeah, because they originally had him with his dog. Oh, with um, Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. But then I saw the actual Frasier. I'm like, yeah, I got to get that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So luckily, though, you are running out of ones that I can get for you that you'll you'll like before it is too much. Is so. there is there? And I do appreciate that because I appreciate the gesture, regardless of the fact that I don't I'm not a big Funko guy. Then, no, that can go in the trash that I'm not a big Funko also a guy. gesture. though. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a gesture to you. It could go to your house. 
But no, but this is this is my house on, no, on podcast not. nights. No, it's not. <laughs> just like when he leaves cans next to the table, I throw them away, and he almost had his slippers thrown away. If we away. weren't doing the podcast, Corey never would have given this to me. We wouldn't have understood our shared love for uh, Funkos and Star Wars and bobbleheads. No. It's, but because of the podcast, this is now mine, and I, this is where it stays. I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now. <laughs> It will not be here next week if it's still on this table. Uh, then I'll put it right down there with your fucking mess of Funkos. You know how many times I get yelled at? Dude, do not buy more beer. Drink what you have in the fridge. I can't even put anything in there. I found, like, pickles in there last week. There was beer. There was some kind of Who was, who was saying these this words? This was you. When? Oh, when, when it was we, at my house? Yes. So, like, a year and a half ago? Yes. So you're giving me shit about something I said a year and a half ago? Yes. Okay. Because just want to make that clear. Just, just to bring you. This does sound like your wife. Bring bring you back down to. I'm sure Mary is loving this. By (laughs) the way, yeah, yeah, she's like, damn straight. Yeah, yeah, like an elephant. Never forget that shit. And bring bring it up again. Years from now, next year. Bob was so upset for just beer, which is supposed to be in a fridge. (laughs) So if I had toys at his house, he'd be like, no. I mean, to be fair, my fridge is like half the size of the one that you have in your basement, and everybody was everybody would bring over like a case of beer. Every weekend. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair, my fridge was half the size. Was it? Yeah. Corey, was his fridge smaller than mine? Than the one down here or the one upstairs? The one down here. I think they were both like college fridges, weren't they? No. No, yours is a little bigger than mine was. I mean, no, I know, but we're talking about the fridges. No, no, no. I'm talking about the fridge. (laughs) I don't know. That'd be a tough comparison. (laughs) <laughs> we are talking about fridges, right? Oh, <laughs> Corey, we'll show you later. Okay. I'm like, all right, well, here, we, here go. we go. Zip. <laughs> oh, man. A uh, little lightning round? Sure. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. This. Uh, oh, you know what? Are, do we still have a sponsor? We do. And I was just going to say that in the meantime, while you're uh, thinking of some things to to read for the lightning round... Um, Nip, or no, I'm sorry, smooth. I'm looking at the top. I'm looking at the top and it says nip your sack. Smoothmyballs.com. Never nip your sack again. Oh, God. Nip. Body and below the belt grooming a whole new ball game. Smoothmyballs.com presents the Turf Chopper 3.0, something that Todd, for whatever reason, doesn't remember, uh, which has premium alloy blades and is water resistant, so you can take it in the shower or in the sink. Shaving your body and below the belt should not be a task where you have to worry about nips and cut. There's their nips again. The Turf Chopper 3.0 features a no-scrape technology, so you never have to nip that sack again. Use the promo code SCHNOZCAST for 20% off your purchase. If links aren't your thing, then go to Smooth My Ball, or if links are your thing, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, wait, this is a link that I'm giving you. If helping us is not your thing, then do this. Smoothmyballs.com forward slash schnozcast. Smoothmyballs.com, the perfect gear to upgrade your grooming routine and regimen and help you grab life by the balls. Well, that's done. Smooth my balls. I wish we had something to smooth out that fucking copy. (laughs) (laughs) That was a little rough, wasn't it? Uh, It was just a taste of last week. That's, That's why, because I made fun of Todd. And God's like, oh, no, you don't. Oh, you were giving Todd shit about, what, pronunciation or something? Uh, no, because he was like, he called it like the turf 
chopmynuts.com or something? The Turf Tater 30 or something like that. Yeah, the Ball Choppers. Exactly. The Ball Chopper 250. Yeah. No one is going to find Guys, we really we can't do this anymore. You, we cannot sponsor you. We've actually lost sales. People, are, people are people are sending products back. Yeah, and they're quoting. Yeah, they're quoting the Schnozcast for making them see the error of their ways. We we can well, do it like lift and cut, so it's already winning. We could do like Drew and Mike, and, and uh, I could reach out to uh, Jerkmate. You do that too. Flashlight. I reached out to him last night. Always, a, oh. always an option. On my own time. It's pretty far reach for you, buddy. All right. It is. Uh, hundred questions. Sorry. Sorry. Lightning round. Uh, so uh, this is essentially, we're going to just kind of go around the room. Uh, answer should be quick, but uh, discussion never is. They rarely so, are. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Todd, what number am I thinking of? Yes, sir. Seven. <laughs> Corey? Six. Nick? Three. Fourteen. Oh, you're all wrong. Uh, no, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. I was going to say times two. Still wrong. Um, Seven times two is 14. I didn't say what number am I thinking of times two. No. Todd, what uh, describe the rest of your life in five words. Anytime you're ready. <laughs> so like, this I'm is like, a lightning round, Todd. Uh, yeah. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one. You got four left. <laughs> I am going to pass. That's Todd's answer. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's yes. Fine. I'm going to pass. <laughs> right on, the, right on the nail. Corey, uh, marriage, hopefully alive next year. Wow. Okay, that's all I got for you. <laughs> no, that's well, you didn't pass. That's something. Nick? Uh, happiness, health, love, and prosperity in that order. You know what it really is? It's tastes- Halloween tomorrow, not New Year's, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's the generic New Year's answer you give everyone when, oh, I wish you happiness and health in the New Year and prosperity. I don't think anyone says that. I think a lot of people say that. Who says that? Have you ever said that to me? I've never. I, I don't say it to people. It I'm, sounds stupid. No one's, <laughs> no one's ever said it to me either. I'm sure pe- plenty of people have. It's just that dumb. You've never actually heard it. I'm sorry. You give a good answer. You were start, listening, but people you were, start getting upset. You weren't hearing. Hope you don't die too, buddy. Thanks. I have mine now, Bob. Oh, okay. Yep. Pimping ain't easy, but necessary. That's your life in, in the rest of your life in five words. I sure. mean, this is uh, Mary's death. Yeah, Mary's that now. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm like, is this video feed just went down, guys? All I, I, all I was thinking of was like, is this the show? Like, we're gonna see what can break Mary because, like, <laughs> yeah, if she's not even listening, I, I don't know. Probably, probably not. She hasn't come up here yet, so probably not. <laughs> Todd's gonna be on the lawn tonight, overlooking that uh, nice mountain and waterfall. Nope. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not easy. Neither kid. is marriage. Yeah. How's that pimping going outside? <laughs> <laughs> but necessary. Off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awfully cold pimping you're doing out there. I'm really impressed that that your five words didn't include the word chickens somewhere. <laughs> Show you about pimping MF. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the funnier answer would be for my answer to be exactly what Nick's answer was, <laughs> but. 
I don't think he'd ever recover from that. I think he would put him in a downward spiral that would last the rest of the show. Probably. Yeah. No, so, it was just it would be ridiculous. Yeah. All you do is copy answer people. Yeah. You're a pig. You're oh, exactly <laughs> what Corey said. Oh, Todd, yeah, that was what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like so, Bob needs that's to go. That's gonna be first. hilarious if I did Bob it again. Bob needs to go first from now on. We need to make him go first. That's why. <laughs> yes. That's why you I say that every time. That's why when I'm here hosting the show, I switch it up. I don't do the. I don't. Todd, <laughs> no, Bob's, don't. Bob's brain resets and he's like, uh, Todd, I feel like you always go last, so we're gonna go with you first. I'm like, you've said first, that for the exactly. last 25 podcasts. He yeah, always I goes know. first. So I, I know. know. So last week I said, Todd, yeah. you know what? You're going last. <laughs> uh, so uh, healthier, happier. Um... <laughs> Laurier, come on. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I see. I can't bring myself to do a, a grammatically incorrect five words, but I'm gonna have a little to. bit redder. Um, still Runner? podcasting, baby. Still, that's, that's three right there. Baby. That's five. Healthier, happier. Still podcasting, oh, baby. I guess you're right. Um, Bob, not a huge deal. Um, but I noticed that your uh, <laughs> your five words didn't include me. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, honey. No, honey. They certainly you're, did. You're healthier, the one that, happier. You're yeah. you're the one that helps me be happier. Absolutely. Yes. You fall into all those categories. Right. I wouldn't have had to mention the podcasting if I, if these two guys helped made me happier. Do you, you notice, honey, <laughs> you notice, sweetheart, that the podcast came last. That's true. You were part of my happy. Maybe she's the baby. You're just a you're a, you're a happy that I'm not necessarily proud of, so I don't want to actually call you out. <laughs> I don't want to call you out personally, but interpret it as you will. All right. So that so the next question should be fun then. Um, <laughs> Uh, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? Why? <laughs> that's why God. That's a great question. Why God? Corey. And his answer is because. What happened to Bob going first? Sorry. Corey just jumped in there. He was very excited. Um, why am I having palpitations? <laughs> why? How dare you? I just found <laughs> happiness. That's that's my question. Uh, what I would I would ask what happens if we die? If you could ask God one question, yeah. is that what it is? Sure. What happens when we die? Yeah. What if he just showed you right then and there? Uh, then that'd be amazing. Are you kidding me? No, like that's, it like that's it. <laughs> like that, 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 that presupposes that there's something that is going to get out. <laughs> well, hopefully I wouldn't be asking this question as I'm about to die. This is when you're dying? No. <laughs> oh. No, I said that's that'd be the most inopportune time to ask that particular question. But I'm saying, though, if you do ask that question, he's like, well, you're going to find out right now. I would ask. You mean he, he would kill me because I asked yeah. the question? Well, then hopefully you're watching and so you go, Ooh, don't ask that question. Well, ask him something else. Uh, Anything I, else. I, <laughs> See what happened to Bob? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> ask him who's going to win the Michigan game next <laughs> week. <laughs> she got serious. <laughs> yeah. I would ask, how did Ooh, you come into one. existence? How did God come into Or how did you come into existence? God. I know how I came into existence. I came into existence by cheap wine and uh, a, a night <laughs> out of the hay in the, ba- <laughs> the backseat of, of a Lincoln Continental. Nothing better to do. A night out, uh, <laughs> a night out at my my parents' friend of the family farm, and whoops, there we go. Hence the costume. It makes sense now. There's nothing. Yep. Yeah, the cornhole wasn't invented yet. <laughs> well, it was. It was. It just took on a different meaning back then, Todd. Speaking of which. Oh. 
Speaking of farms and my outfit, uh, I did find, and I completely forgot about it till just now, but I did find out from my dad this week after all the genealogy that I've done and is excitedly into country music and the lifestyle that I am, my family's just been from Detroit and prior to that, Germany and, and Ireland and stuff like that. Like, we, we are not from the U.S. And fucking knew it. Yeah. And goddamn foreigners ended up finding out taking our jobs that my dad's grandmother, her dad was from West Virginia. So I'm like, ah, oh, this finally makes a little bit more sense now. What, what, what specifically did that explain for you? What what sort well, of explain to me illumination did you get from, you that? know, I mean, Bob, you're, you're quite the Anglophile. And if suddenly like you found out like, oh yeah, uh, one of my uh, great, great grandfathers was from London. You'd be like, okay. That it's kind of ingrained into me. That makes a little bit more sense now to me, and, okay. and you want it to make sense as well. So, well, it's like it's like going to see a psychic. The questions yeah. that you have about various things, if they give you something that you go like, "Oh, that would explain this thing that I've always wanted to know about this thing," you're just you're you're grasping at something to help explain something that was heretofore unexplained. You know, I would like you to re-explain yeah. that. Actually, <laughs> agreed. Yeah, I think eloquently put, just, sir. Just say uh, good point, and we can move on. You know, you know, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. No, no, That's I would it's say what I ask. It, it's depending on uh, what <laughs> <your> answer. <laughs> I don't even know what to do after that. I feel like that was furious masturbation coming through the pop uh, rocks were going off podcast. Or no, I feel like it, it's like uh, what psyche you go to. If it's someone just reading you tarot cards, then I wholeheartedly agree. You're going to look for the meaning and whatever you get or astrological signs and crap like that. But, you know, if you have a specific psychic that, you know, tells you something in detail that's not found on Google or is not researchable, you know, then, yeah, then that's definitely real. So, but no, mine is more, more or less something that I want to be excited about. Gotcha. Todd? I don't know why he keeps doing that. Yeah, I don't either. So I think maybe my question would be, do all true assholes get what they deserve? <laughs> Todd, as I will say to Bob's question, as I did say to Bob's question, then you're just probably going to find out right then and there. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> do you, Todd, do you, Todd, do you think it's going to be like a, like a James Bond uh, evil villain trapdoor situation? I'm hoping. Where all of a sudden the cl the clouds underneath you drop and you just fall down to hell. I would he's call like, bullshit though, because that's a yes or no question. But he's gonna be like There's no trapdoor required. But he's gonna say he's gonna say, uh God has a sense of humor. Does do, do all assholes get what they deserve? Here you go, buddy. Boom. <laughs> See that still doesn't answer that doesn't answer the question. Because he never called Todd an asshole. Well, I think Todd got his answer. I think that's an answer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean but that's just the punishment for asking stupid questions. It's a Maybe. passive answer. I guess. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Um, did you answer, Corey? Yeah, yeah he, said, why? he said, why? Why, why God, why? why? How dare you? Why did I stub my toe today? <laughs> um, Nick, stale Sour Patch Kids or fresh Circus Peanuts? Uh, stale Sour Patch Kids. Stale Sour Patch Kids. Circus I, Peanuts I, are like a fucking... Uh, they should be put behind doors to stop them from hitting the wall. Hold on, but but they're fresh. There's no. I don't did, you hear, did you hear me say that they're fresh? They're does that change? I, I don't does know that change your mind in, in any way? Door stops, Bob. <laughs> they're fresh door stops. I don't know if there's actually such a thing as a fresh circus peanut. They may well, have been at one is. time. Yeah. 
I mean, they were they they didn't just they're warm. They weren't always here. They warm. came into existence at some point, and that was the point. I assume when they were fresh. I, I can honestly say I've never met one person that said that they love circus peanuts. I'm the, I'm thinking like the orange the candy, like the candy. Yeah, yeah. The orange, the orange, oh, like I thought you meant like real circus peanuts. It was warm. Do they come in the in the paper bag? No, no, those no, are just called can't. warm nuts. <laughs> yeah, those are just uh, yeah. warm peanuts served at a circus. Yeah, yeah. This is the candy. You're talking about the, the yeah. foam. We're talking orange. about the orange. The, yeah, oh, right. The, Goddamn. The Made hard, famous in the Seinfeld stand-up routine is the the, the doorstops. Yeah, the yeah, hard, no. the hard marshmallow, uh, paisley pale orange, disgusting looking peanut. Horrid. Yeah. Gotcha. And to answer your question, Corey, I'm going to go tomorrow night to Lori's house to trick or treat with her and her kid. And he's the they, only one that I could think of in the world who probably likes circus peanuts. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, Lori. I'm looking forward to it so much because whatever good candy he's going to get tomorrow goes right to me. I don't think, and if they're, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Yeah. I don't think anyone's actually passing those out whatsoever. But I do want someone to make a note that if that person, if he does receive a pack of them or even one, because I can see someone just like taking him out of the bag. Yeah. I'm like, oh, here you go. You get one. Um, make a note. Really? You'd handle it? Dude. People are going to handle it? I, I, I guarantee there's that. <laughs> if they're animalistic enough to have a circus peanut in their house, they're definitely willing to handle that shit with their hands. They stopped giving a fuck a long time yes. ago. So, oh, yeah. They're, and they're not individually wrapped. No, they don't make them like that. Wouldn't that be they, funny when Bob shows there's up? There's a reason. When Bob shows up to Lori to trick or treat, she's like, oh, five words? You're not coming with us. How, how are those five words? Yeah. But I want you to notate that person's address so I can go burn their house down on the first. Dude, I'm sorry. I don't. Okay. So, what is. So, my quick sub question to this is what, what would be better in that scenario? Would it be better to get a circus peanut or to get pennies? Oh, as a choice? Pennies all day long, buddy. Yeah, pennies probably. all day. Although I'm kind of curious what a fresh circus peanut would taste like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in my lifetime I've eaten one circus peanut when I was a kid. There are probably circus peanuts just from to, the 80s just to see in landfills still completely intact. Is this any good? For confirmation, yeah. Uh, comment was, even my little weirdo doesn't like circus peanuts. <laughs> oh, Wow. <clears throat> Be careful, Bob. We'll see, it, tread, we'll tread, see tread, about tread that. softly, Bob. We'll see about that tomorrow. Bob's like, finally! He's <laughs> testing you. He'll make, like, two piles. He'll be like, one pile will be, like, every every name candy that you ever liked. Reese's, Snickers, uh, Crunch Bars, all of that shit. Kit Kats. And then the other pile will be the, like, the Circus Peanuts. The, all the things that you would normally like. Uh. I don't want that. <laughs> and he's like, no, these are my favorites. What? And it takes you a second to go like, okay, it, it's all right. You but can't you just eat said candy. he doesn't. He doesn't like those. No. Dude, you, got, you guys need to find out the house that's giving out Big Macs. <laughs> oh. Because then you, you could just clean up there. How about the house that just gave like like the little peanut brittle like wrapped in paper? <laughs> oh, you can't do that in a pandemic. <laughs> no one's going to eat that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just the, it's like Brashes or whatever that trying, candy company name is. Like Bro- Brock's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brashes. I'm trying to think of the name I, I know, of the little difficult. peanut bars that. Oh. The yeah, but it's the it's, same. It's, same, it's, it's in like a yellow, a yellow wax wrapper. Where, where you get like. What's oh, that, Todd? 
Snickers? No, no, not Snickers. <laughs> the, the company where you could you could go to like a local pharmacy out in the middle of the boondocks, and they they would they would have the clear cellophane with just the red paper top, and it would just say like peanut brittle or whatever, and it was just the yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't, but I I know what you're talking about, Corey. Yeah, I remember taking the kids uh, like across the neighborhood that we live in. Like if you go across Telegraph Road toward the golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go trick or treating over there. They give away like full size candy bars. Yeah, like, there were like king size candy. Everybody bars. knew growing up where to go for that. Yeah. Mary Jane's. Mary Jane's. Yes. Oh god. Uh, yeah, I was never a fan. Oh, weren't weren't I they? Love them. They really? were like. Oh yeah. They were like the. Uh, they were like a brittle kind of uh, consistency, weren't they? And they were like uh, like a white and a brown, like striped or something like that. They were yellow. Uh, yeah, yellow and red. I'm pull up a picture to. Yeah, Mary Jane. No, weren't they with the yellow wrapper? Yeah. Oh, you could have put it no. on screen. I would have thrown those out. You would have thrown them away. Yeah. Well, you guys didn't have sisters that were nine and ten years older than you that would wait for you to go trick or treating, and then while you slept because you had to go to bed at eight o'clock at night, they would take your pillowcase full of candy and they would take out all the Reese's and all the Snickers and all the good shit. And leave you with this crap. Hold, hold on a second. Oh, that's just, those are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, they, they're nasty. <laughs> oh, my God. They tasted like ass wide open. Corey loved them. Why do they molasses still? And, oh molasses and peanut butter. Oh. No, oh. They're, they're nasty. Yeah. So, it was hold, wrapped factory rat shit. <laughs> I, had, I had two sisters as well. Now you were younger than me, but I'm going to put the blame on you here, sir, because you should never go to bed with a whole fill, pillowcase full of your candy just sitting out there for people to it wasn't it would be root through it would be hidden like uh like on a shelf in my closet somewhere or not something. well enough apparently apparently not no. no apparently i needed to sleep with it so it all melted under my face yeah you put a bunch of mouse traps on the top of that shit right in the bag and <laughs> and, and for whatever reason i never knew but you you never like i didn't know till i was an adult because it was between my mom and my sisters who self-proclaimingly like uh, we're dieting and wouldn't eat candy and wouldn't eat food and, and wouldn't do this. But suddenly my my candy uh, supply would just be depleted, you know, over the course of like a week. No, you got to take you got to take your game to the people. So the whole that whole night, it was like a it was like a, an odd Frasier episode where me and my two sisters would, would all separately be trying to sneak around and get to the other's pillowcase to get some of their candy didn't you guys all go to the same houses though we uh we did until we got old enough where you go with your friends okay. and you go with their friends but still you'd come back to the same house and you each have your own pillowcase full of shit but the, the then the fucking con was on that night it was you guys how can i scheme you guys use to pillowcases get, too yeah well how can i scheme to get my sister's candy from their pillowcases it's that question. Oh. <laughs> like no, he and I are the only two? Yeah, just you two? Just, yeah. No, I'm just... What I'm, is this craziness you said? I'm, just, cases, I'm Nick. just wondering, is is there like a group of people out there that were like, oh, we, we always use the little pumpkin buckets. We never oh. use pillowcases. We never use pillowcases. Um, and my family always... We had four four kids and everyone used the pillowcase. Yeah, we, we did too, but I... But I I think I think my kids used pumpkin buckets until they were old enough where I was like, no, I'm drawing the line. Like, we need to graduate to the pillowcases. You need to get some serious candy. Yeah, you can't walk around carrying that's They're well, getting too old for that. Let me ask you gentlemen this. Yeah. Did you ever carry a spare pillowcase in your back pocket? Never. No. No, because... No, okay, yeah, I did. No, I always had the king-size pillowcase. And we, Yeah, we were told that, you know, don't... Boy, don't you carry two of them. <laughs> don't, get, don't get too greedy. If I... Do you know how long you have to trick or treat to go 
to oh, fill no. up a king size pillowcase? Not that long. Do you it's okay? Do you guys quite a while? Maybe you were trick or treating in a more affluent neighborhood than I was. Do you, Bob, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember how long yeah. as kids? And I will say this because um, you're the patriarch of the podcast. But oh, thanks, man. Um, do you remember how long that we could, even in my generation, could trick or treat? Uh, I felt like it was five straight hours, and now and now it's like an hour and fifty five minutes, and it's done. Porch lights off, done. Yeah, like like there are yeah. like cutoff time. They're like, no, you are done. And I still trick or treated during the days of like people were there was scares about like Tylenol being poisoned. You know what I mean? Uh, razor blades and apples. They were giving like you that. Tylenol. Yeah. No, uh, not. But there were those types of fears on behalf of parents where they. You didn't know what was going. You didn't exactly 100% trust the government or the food supply anymore. Oh, my my parents would would take our our pillowcase. They would take our pillowcases, but they would do it in front of us. So I didn't yeah. think they were stealing the food and they would physically have to inspect all the candy. You know that was all just myths. There was never a single documented case of any I know, child dying but it, or it anything like that. It didn't matter because they they all remembered I don't back when it. they were kids where Look it up. every every person was honest and they didn't have to worry about it. You didn't have to have fences, you didn't have to lock your doors, you didn't have to lock your cars. And all of a sudden they were like faced with like, Oh, the world we're living now is that, you know, people are trying to poison my kids, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. it was a big it was a big to mental do? blow to the for the mothers. My dad still didn't give a shit. He's like, ah, you'll be fine. <laughs> but my mom was like, if you get any apples, you give them right to me. You don't eat those apples. You eat a razor, you just spit it out. Don't continue chewing. <laughs> yeah, my dad was like, yeah, to find out what kind of blade it is. <laughs> Four cases of tampering reported between 2008 and 2019, but none result in injury or death. Tampering with Halloween yeah. candy. And there I would say go. to you, back, back when I was trick-or-treating, it, my parents didn't worry about it because they didn't make good apples yet. All the apples sucked ass. <laughs> but you didn't know they sucked ass because you didn't have fucking Cosmic Crisp and all that other bullshit that you're eating No, now. And that's why I'm saying. That's, that's crisp. I knew they sucked ass. I hated apples until the good ones were invented. <laughs> Todd, Todd, you get a bee in your bonnet about something that you like. And, I don't get uh, how you hate an apple. It's just a reoccurring thing. Because they're terrible. It's a fucking apple. But back in the day, you didn't know. You didn't, you didn't know did. that there was... So you, you did, did not know I, there was a Cosmic the, Crisp coming. I didn't because it didn't exist. What I'm saying, Bob, is back then... I just hated apples. I thought apples were horrible. I, I'm I'm kind of upset that mm. through all this time of you know wagging your bushel of apples around that you have not sent a, a care package to the Schneizcast. Like Cosmic hey, crisp apples. I, I understand that you guys can't get them there. Uh, you don't have that low hanging uh, Cosmic Crisp tree off the side of that mountain next to that waterfall. So I will send some. And it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, well, I'll send someone. You guys send some of Katie's bread my way. Uh, Thanks, Katie. Maybe you should be talking to Katie. <laughs> Not the schnoz cast. Oh, oh by the way, it was delicious. I bet it was. The cornbread is very so good. So are my sugar beet, my sugar beet apples. I, I, Todd, I want you to turn around real quick and look behind you, and I want a, I want a, a cosmic crisp, crisp apple for every action figure that's lined up against your window. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, would it be possible to get a cosmic crisp apple tree that you could just reach out that window there? Oh, and, and eat in pluck, front of us on the podcast, him, you son right of a bitch! Oh, that would be awesome. But we got hey, but we got uh, honey crisp apple cider for our donuts tonight. All right, that's okay. I will say this uh, to close on that. Um, yeah, Corey, did you? I, I can't talk to these 
fucking geezers, but uh, I can talk to you. What? Geezers, old people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, did you <laughs> did you have the McDonald's Halloween Happy Meal pails? Oh uh, yes. The the green like yeah, the green purple. The green ghost and like the purple orange, monster yeah. and the orange pumpkin and the or the white ghost and the what was the purple one? Dracula or something like that? I can't remember. Maybe. But I did trick we did trick His name was Grimace. Guys. Listen here. <laughs> you could do a lot worse than Grimace, sir. I love how it's like, oh, you guys back when you were there, McDonald's didn't have happy meals. They didn't have the eight they were they didn't the nineteen eighties. McDonald's wasn't even around. They didn't have the nineteen eighties pails. The Ray Halloween. Kroc was just it was like a glint in his eye. The Halloween pails. Well, we were had awesome. McDowell's where I live. Corey, Corey, did you have the uh did you have the little chicken the Halloween chicken nuggets? The toys that came like in those the, were diff- amazing different yes those were, i saw a little sparkle in your eye when i said that <laughs> we're, we were actually promised a set of them from joe what does he have to do with anything because he has i apparently he has a bunch of them oh okay oh okay. <laughs> that's what he says give me a break are you putting this on the screen what do you got yeah, oh. there they are oh okay $89 for the set <laughs> for four of them <laughs> That's not even the set because there's a purple one. They they're trying to trick you with two ghosts. How many people are watching this auction right now, Corey? Does it say there? Uh, I'm trying to see. Thirty day returns, shipping, very returns. Scroll down a little bit. It actually doesn't look like it's an auction. It looks like it's only buy it now. Yeah, but it generally should say watchers or something like that. You maybe there isn't any then because normally yeah, it doesn't matter if it's buy it now or whatever. It'll say because you can add it to your watch list and everybody who does is a watcher. So. All yeah, right. McDonald's doesn't do anything cool like that anymore. No, you can't. Why? Because uh, you just can't. Pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a plastic pail. That's yeah, riddled with germs, Corey. Goes right in the dishwasher. Yeah, that's your Corona. Oh, dude, if you put those in the dishwasher, come on, just be able to plastic. Oh, on the, you put them on the top. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, you don't no. have to turn on high heat or anything like that. Dude, those no. were so There's, thin. Yeah. The thinnest plastic. They in the were world. awesome. You think that McDonald's isn't going to like just get by with the minimal amount of plastic to make that bucket? You're crazy. Those were awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break for about 15 minutes. Uh, if you are uh, watching us on YouTube, then uh, take a 15-minute break. Make yourself a sandwich. Come on back and, uh, and join us. If you're listening to us out on the streaming services, it'll only be less than 30 seconds. We'll be right back. And while you're out there, give us a like and subscribe. That'd be awesome. Welcome back to the second half of episode 147 for Schnozcast. Thanks for sticking with us. If you're on the streaming service, man, that was quick. We're only going for 30 seconds, and here we are again. It's the time machine and had 15 minutes of a uh, nice break and a little bit of regrouping. And uh, do we have uh, Mr. Todd Dillon back yet? We do. There he is. Excellent. Uh, and I think, therefore... While Corey is trying to mic up a special guest for us here, we're going to try to get into a little gentleman's agreement. No, it's the MF and gentleman's agreement. Oh, 
Done. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I love that. I always enjoy doing that one. It's those off-the-cuff ones, Todd, I get happy about. All right, so um, I was gone for a week, so I've got one to do. I have only one to do, but um, Todd, let's let's start with oh. you. Let's start with you. I think that you had White Boy Rick, and I'm not sure who it came from. Uh, I think it came from Corey. Corey, did you give him White Boy Rick? It's just White Boy? Get it right. I thought it was White Boy Rick. It's about White Boy Rick, but it's called White Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, Indeed. This is a documentary. So, yeah, so 30, oh, okay. 30 seconds. 30 right. seconds. It's not really a documentary. It's more of it's a movie. Well, hold on. Did you watch the right thing? So, Corey, you're saying there's a movie called White Boy Rick and a documentary called White Boy? Which one was he supposed to watch? Did you watch? It sounds like he may watch the movie. Why don't, since you always make Todd go first, um, why don't you go against Green? So, because already started with Todd. Well, then Corey's not going to hear his review of the movie he gave him. Oh, he'll eventually hear it. <laughs> I mean, it would just be smart. All right, we're going to pivot real quick then, Todd, while uh, while Corey's mucking with microphones and shit. Again, that's my, again, that's my mic you're muting when you do that. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, Nick, you yeah. had American Sniper. I had American Sniper. About a uh, 30-second synopsis was about Chris Kyle, um, the things uh, from 9-11 leading up to uh, mobilizing the Navy SEALs. Uh, and it, it was it was really cool. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely watch it. Um, pretty action-packed, but it, it deep dove a lot further than I thought it was going to into his personal life and things like that. I won't give away any spoilers. I'm sure there are probably some people that haven't seen it. Yeah, or not. Um, that are like me. But, uh, yeah, it was a really good pick. For whatever reason... Anything military, it just always hits home with me. My family's always been super patriotic. Um, other than our generation, you know, going back hundreds and hundreds of years, they've they've been in uh, in all the wars and in the military and all that good stuff. So I really appreciate movies about that kind of stuff, and uh, I thought they did it uh, very very well. So that's mine. That sounds like I got a good review. Oh yeah. Oh, you're not doing a letter grade? No, I I, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it puts too much pressure. You know it. Yeah, that's true. You know it. It puts too much pressure. It makes the other person potentially feel bad. So you either liked it or you didn't. I don't think we've ever really cared about making we, people feel bad in this show. We only care about that when it comes to gentlemen's agreement. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time. I mean, you know, I I can't always just dance to the beat think, of everyone's drum you know i gotta yeah, i gotta I be a beacon of light be a letter grade. It's, it's the way that i it's the way that i yeah it was what you wanted to do yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah i i i you know some sometimes there has to be a shining star to guide the uh, the rest of the oh, troops for christ's sakes from that let's uh <laughs> let's pivot over i just want to take a minute to uh welcome our special guest gina hello uh hello it's been a while it's been a while gina hey todd um Special Halloween guest? Yeah, special Halloween guest. Gina, Ooh. did you have a movie that was assigned to you the last time you were <laughs> I think here? It was Clerks. It was, and I assigned yeah. it to you. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? I did watch it. You did watch it. I did watch it. Was that 2019? Uh, you know, 2019. <laughs> Maybe pandemic time. Yeah. Uh, but this is great. We can have a. Can, do you remember? Can you? I kind of remember. It kind of was like kind of nostalgic with. 
the, you know, renting a movie and the liquor store and just kind of more like our time. Yeah, it sounds like you watched yeah. it a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. I just remember the one guy, the one guy talking to his girlfriend and um, how many guys she was with and how many BJs she gave out. That's yeah. the one row. part I remember, in a row. In a row. <laughs> and that's like, what I remember. Finally, someone else that keeps a log of this stuff. <laughs> I'm leaving. Try not to suck any dick out the way out to the parking lot. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I remember that. Oh, Hockey, that, that's uh, like a blockbuster type store. You, okay, cool. so you switched me to one. I didn't touch a thing, I but did, all sorry. I know is that's the second time you've needed oh. me here. Yeah, because I was on two. He switched me during I, the break. I know. How am I supposed to know that? Because last time you did it, I told you don't do that. And, and, we, said I, we, and we said we were going to switch on the break. Yeah. I never heard that, and I was like, oh, maybe I pressed, uh, accidentally pressed the wrong right, one. You are one again, and you will remain one for, Thank you. for all the eternity. rest of time. For the rest of time. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Gina, awesome! I uh, that's like coming full circle. I'm so glad we got to close <laughs> the loop like, on that. I remember. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Todd apparently yes, sir. W- watched White Boy Rick. Yeah, I did it again. You watched I did. right. I watched the wrong thing so again. You watched the Matthew McConaughey. I did. Okay. I mean, it, again, not that big of a mistake. It's we can still go with it. Yeah. He didn't watch like Casablanca or something. Right. <laughs> Casablanca. Well, well, I, I will. I will say. Uh, so I get I gave the the movie a solid B minus. Uh, I will absolutely watch the documentary now, not just because I screwed up again, but because I'm intrigued. Because one, the movie moves through a lot of stuff, and essentially the 30 second synopsis is uh, what uh, white boy Rick, uh, true story. Got a kid grew up uh, to a half criminal father uh, in in Detroit. Uh, and got into being a drug dealer, but really was kind of pulled into being a drug dealer by the by law enforcement. Uh, they actually leveraged his naivety to 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 get him to start dealing drugs uh, and setting people up for drug stings. And he ended up getting arrested uh, and doing one of the, the longest nonviolent criminal stint in law enforcement history in Michigan. Uh, Anyway, lots of stuff going on. I think the the one thing I the reason why I didn't give the movie a higher grade because it's it's very intriguing. It was cool to see uh, my some of the my old haunts uh, in the show, but uh, it was uh, very very. The, it was you didn't it didn't dig into parts like I can't couldn't figure out like when they no, no spoilers but he like any drug dealer there was a point where he was they tried to kill him they tried to assassinate him, uh, but he and he he lived. And how he got, it's, it's, it wasn't clear in the movie to me how from there he was able to recover and then get back into the game and be hanging out with those same set of gangsters. So, uh, Todd, I, I will tell you, if you like the movie that much, then the documentary is going to blow your socks off. Okay. Um, that, that's why I said I got to watch it. I gave the movie a solid, solid B-. minus. Yeah, Because I, I will say some of the people they were able to track down um, that are still currently around from that those exact days and moments – are still alive and well, and we're willing to go on and give interviews. Cool. I will definitely watch it. So Todd, still, still, still worth watching. Absolutely worth watching. Todd, real quick. Even. We got a uh, yes, shot, shot sitting here. Uh, if you want to do one with us, G and I are going to do one. Yep. Feeling better? Right. Feeling better now? Right now? I feel much better. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy I just Machu lost Pichu. all my uh, sound. While you were 
losing your sound. Uh, yeah, and adjusting we that, we heard. Yeah, and I'm wondering. So it sounds like it's coming from your connector. Yeah. Was it my fault? I was getting no, 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 no. It's 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 definitely might might it be Corey? We're not we're not sure yet. But uh, it's not popular. While he's investigating that, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Not a popular opinion if it's Corey. Um, I had the grand tour from Nick uh, a couple of weeks ago. Three, yeah, two weeks ago. So I really liked it. Uh, grand tour is about the guys from Top Gear. I guess got booted off whatever BBC network they were on, and Netflix picked them up, and they started a new show called The Grand Tour. And it's uh, the same three, you know, usual gang of idiots, Jeremy Clarkson and a couple of other guys whose name is I can't remember. Um, and the, the show's basically about their love of cars. And and they try to, I mean, they're all British, so there's a definite British sensibility, sense of humor. They try to throw in little bits. They try to, they've had, I ended up watching, I think, uh, eight episodes of it. Jesus. But it was one of those cool things where, like, I could be doing something and have it on. And I could catch what they were doing, and I could, you know, sort of, you know, pause it and then finish what I was doing if they were getting to a part that I really wanted to see. So I, I, I definitely sat, sat and watched the first three, like, no other distractions. But after that, it was just one of those things where, you know, I kind of jump in and jump out. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. Hey, Bob. So did you see the episode where they had the Rolls Royce, Aston Martin, and the Dodge Ch- Challenger? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's they, an awesome one. And they, yeah. Uh, so Clarkson bet on the Rolls Roy- on the on the Aston, I think, and the Challenger ended up winning. The Aston Martin, and he bet. Yeah, if beating he lost, the, the Challenger on the turn. Yeah, if he lost, they could knock his house down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I I wholeheartedly agree with what with your sentiment on that because yeah. uh, it's almost like a podcast because yeah. you you can. You don't have to. They're not jumping up and down and doing like a circus performance where you have to be like, "Oh, well, I got to see this." Like it's it's witty British humor, and so you could absolutely be doing something in the background and still listen to it. And I, I know when I was at Mike's uh, helping him paint, you know, I, I wasn't watching the TV at all, and all of a sudden I'd be like, <laughs> and I would just start cracking up, you know. And so you definitely don't have to absolutely like stare at the TV to watch it. Yeah. And and like Mike said, he's like, you know, yeah, it's about the fact that they love cars, but it's not a car show. Um, it's centered around cars, mm-hmm. um, but they, you know, I, they're not comedians, but a lot of just like a podcast, just like this podcast, they tend to thrive on those types of gags where they're just busting each other's balls the whole show. Yeah, they're kind of like an older British version of Impractical Jokers kind of thing. Yeah, but that's are a good surrounded around cars. Yeah, but I but when they did go out in the field and they would have like entire episodes devoted to like them out in the desert doing a like a sniper drill mm-hmm. um, that was all it's all pretend. I mean, they're actually out there trying it, but they're setting up different scenarios that are like very well staged, where one of their guys has to go and clear out like a minefield or something like that. He has to go he has to go take a package out to a place and he can't do it because every time he goes out to do it he ends up blowing himself up. Clearly he's not blowing himself up, but they do a shot and then they kinda like back in time to the start again and it's like a groundhog day sort of a thing. So <laughs> there are some episodes that are very well uh, choreographed choreographed yeah. and timed and with a with an eye toward making you laugh and entertaining you. So I was really it was really good. So if it makes if it makes Mike smile, you can tell Mike I liked it. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it would. He uh, surprisingly hasn't seen much of it himself, but what? so we were both kind of watching it together. I mean, he knew of all the guys, and he watched Top Gear. Yeah, but uh, he, uh, most Brits love Top Gear. Oh yeah, yeah, and and Top Gear was on for years. Yeah, I mean, there are old old episodes of Top Gear, but who who's the tallest? And uh, the names escape Jeremy like Clarkson. The, the, the tallest guy. He's yeah. absolutely my favorite. I like the uh, who's he's the just sh- shorter ripping. guy. He's ripping into that short guy the whole time. Yeah, like, all the time. He's like, he's like, oh, uh, I see. Uh, we've got children here with us today because we've got so and so. He's like, yeah. But uh, it it just <laughs> it's and it's not. I know Corey probably thinks just the way it sounds. It it's probably a little highbrow British humor, but it's really it's not. It's not too bad. Like I I feel like. I mean, I feel like he would he probably wouldn't like it just knowing his personality, but it's hard to say cuz British humor is one of those categories is where it like Mighty Python type of the, humor. Uh some of the guy like Clarkson has a very dry wit. I love it. Um but the other shorter guy with the goatee, again I can't remember his name, Richard, he's got young energy. Is it Rich? Yeah, young energy like a young stand-up comic. And he's better with the one-liners, not quite as dry. But if you're if you either kind of like and get British humor or you don't. If, if you don't like it, then things like this you're probably not going to be excited about. Things like Monty Python you're probably not going to be excited about. But I, I would say it's it's kind of, and we can move on. I know we talked about it way too much. But, uh, you know, I, I've seen older British humor that I can't wrap my brain around. Like the Mr. Bean shit, and you know all, all that stuff. Like <laughs> that, that, that one hurt. Not yeah, not a fan of Mr. Bean. I mean, I just I can't. Mr. Bean isn't even British humor. The guy doesn't talk. Focus yeah. on stuff like that. It's all physical comedy. You know, I, I understand that, but I feel like that they are not that. Like I really can't even understand what's going on. It's British too, humor. It's too slapsticky. No, it, that it, I get you there, but yeah. I, I I don't draw that from that. I don't even. Put like that, like that show into the Monty Python or even that genre. It's it, it because it is cars and it is sophisticated. It's sophisticated without being too over the top, highbrow. I, 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 yeah, do a good job. Yeah, it's. It, I think I like it because the way they mash it up is kind of like a documentary. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson, right? Yeah. Uh, almost. It's Kelly's cousin. Oh yeah, <laughs> almost does like. Uh, a David Attenborough kind of like um, narration to to what's going on. Um, so yeah, it's kind of focused around cars, but they don't bang you over the head with cars to where you're like, if you don't know about cars, you're not going to enjoy the show. Um, and there's a lot of dry humor underneath it. So he'll say like, uh, "Would you say the other guy's first name was Richard?" Richard. So while we're going into this new town, we had to appear to. Soup up our vehicles. Richard has gone ahead with the Porsche, and because he is of child size, he can fit inside. So right. they'll say something like that because the guy's really short. And yeah. so, like, if you don't catch the fact that he's super short, you're not going to find that extremely funny. But that kind of like slide one under the rug there, like uh, jabs, are, I just fucking tickle my ribs, dude, because I crack the fuck up when I hear stuff like that. But uh, you don't crack up when I call TTTT. Oh, dude! Every, I do. I I think it's hysterical. <laughs> I'm laughing right now, Todd. I didn't I, think I didn't think that was hype based. I thought it was speed based. Because I I think it's I think Is it's it hype based too. Absolutely brilliant when you first said the Taoist tortoise in reference to Corey. 
And if that's not comedy gold enough that you knew that you couldn't beat a dead horse, so you wanted us to kind of rediscover it. So you're like, oh, uh, I was going to say the TT over there. And everyone's like, what? The TT? Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's perfect. Boy, he's been amused by that. So perfect. All right, Corey. Yeah, you bring up the rear with Sandcastle. Yes, I had Sandcastle from Greg. Um, good movie. Uh, it, it's all all based I've never around. Seen it, so give it's us based, the... based around a, a platoon uh, from uh, Army Corps of Engineers, or I believe it's the Army Corps of Engineers that they're over in Afghanistan uh, trying to rebuild a water main for a village um, uh, for all the the people that live there. And there's just a constant back and forth between uh, the Army Corps of Engineers and the people living in that area. Um, and then there's the, to me, the only thing that sucked about it, it was kind of like the average war movie of, of today. It had the undertone of, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to reach out to, you know, the, the people that live in this village. And it was like a private uh, first class that was making these interactions with people. And it's like, well, that would never he would never be able to promise anything in real life or do anything in real life over there. Uh, and then there was the, just like in uh, Black Hawk Down, the joke about taking armor out of your um, your, pl- your plate carrier, taking it out of the back because, oh, you're not going to get shot, you know, running away from the enemy that we just destroyed. So don't even worry about that. And then, of course, what happens to that guy? He gets shot in the back at some point and uh, blah, blah, blah. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it, it had a good, a good, message to it uh, and it was entertaining uh ending uh, again terrible yeah just absolutely terrible okay it just it, everything just kind of comes to a, a close with no um no reasons no closure to anything that happened throughout the movie and it's just kind of left at that like no deep dive explanations like just not even a a, a shallow explanation not even like a surface cut no. explanation <laughs> no, they basically pull the private in the um I can't remember his rank, but he's like, oh, you're going home. And he's like, oh, I don't want to. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, the I'm, end. I'm your boss. <laughs> and, then it Credits. and then it literally shows him getting on the plane. He's like, this is a beautiful place. And he gets on the plane. That's the end of the movie. Everybody's talking oh, at me. No. Or sorry, this is, be- this is a beautiful day. <laughs> oh, no. That's what he said. And then he just gets on the plane, and that's, that's credits it. roll. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's. Yeah. That's uh, that's like an open wound. Probably better for Greg that he wasn't here for that. Probably. <laughs> I, again, it's, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. You know, it, it was definitely an entertaining movie, and I was waiting for that that conclusion, um, which sadly did not come. We can pretend he's here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before new assignments, did we determine are we assigning scary movies or are we not? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we. I thought we were. I mean. Okay, I just didn't. I didn't know, Todd. That Luke suit that suits you, buddy. That's a very that Luke suit. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, what? Luke suit, Ryan. Oh, now I gotta switch over to. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, Todd. Let me bring up just your camera. Oh, you're rocking the Caesar. <laughs> oh my God, what the f- T- Todd? Show, show the rest, dude. There's more. I, I didn't. There's... I didn't see the piggy tails. I thought it was Ellen. <laughs> That's... You, you guys are a second behind. You'll, you'll we're see it. more than a second behind. Yeah. Uh, so while we're waiting for that, sexy back there. Thank you, thank uh, you, Gina. I don't know when you're going to be back. Do you want to skip this round? You just skip me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Are you supposed to be Princess Leia? Uh, I'm, I'm still at Oktoberfest. Oh, He's okay. A, <laughs> hot blonde German chick. I'm right. a maiden. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Todd, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm so glad that's not what you look like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was hey, at least he's wearing pants tonight. I don't know. He kind of he kind of stopped at a certain point of the that's true. He did the camera there, and maybe he's going commando. You know? Yeah, didn't go very far. So maybe he's holy not. cow. All right, so we are doing new assignments with scary movies. Even though by the time everybody watches them, Halloween's going to be coming gone. That's okay. I we mean, should have been doing it all month. Yeah, yeah we, we don't. We don't have to do it. We, no, we, no, we can. It's. Uh, I just want to know what the rules are. I'm going to give you, uh, you know, the assignment, dude. Uh, you know how hard it is for me to assign movies. So now you know how even more difficult it's going to be. Like put them in a box. It's like uh, you know uh, you can pick any movie in the world. That's super difficult for you. But now it's a very specific. So do you want to give Nick a pass then for? Yeah, because there's probably you a can chance. Pick out, so I'm Nick a, can pick anything. Well, no, you I'm don't want to. I'm going to no, pick three or four scary movies. <laughs> okay. No. I, no, I wouldn't either because it was my idea. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you. I, yeah. I'm like, I didn't realize. I, I want to see what kind of work he does right The here. little amount of scary movies I've seen. Okay. You're going to be prepared to verbally dance along with me here while he's fumbling yeah. about? Oh, yeah. okay. Just give me Gina. And then. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Be, yeah. And then right. that'll be a little bit easier. All right. So here, here's what you got. Uh, I got Corey. Corey's got Todd. Todd's got Nick. And Nick, you got me. Sweet. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> the guy who's I'm seen sorry. every movie is yeah. being assigned hey, by the you, guy who has never seen any. Do anything. you want me to run re-randomize no, this? No, no. Okay. This is fantastic. All right. Because you, I, you have, go last I, I have want. a sneaking suspicion that no matter what I say, <clears throat> nine times out of ten, Corey will just say, I've seen it. I've seen it. So Actually, do you, I don't always believe that. Here's the, the question. Way. Do you want to go first so you can make an assignment of a scary movie before someone else assigns that movie? Or do you want well, to go I'm going to go first so you can tell me three movies in a row that you've seen, and okay. then I can deep dive into something else. That's fair. Uh, have you seen Stigmata? I have not seen, seen Stigmata. Woo! Yeah, there you go. Right first go. Right off the bat there. I think Corey hated it. Corey, yeah, it was a terrible movie. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But you liked it, I hope. I loved it. Okay, that's, that's all. why I had to think he that's can't all I need to. That's all I need to hear. All right, well that one's done. So just remember this when you're giving your review: if you want to be on Team Corey or Team Nick, I, I give less than a shit about <laughs> either of those teams. So, uh, all right, Todd, you got Nick. Yeah, this is gonna I, be so easy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb again. I, I like I'm I'm gonna push. My luck and see if I can give another thing to see if it stands up to time. Uh, Nick, I'd like to assign you The Omen. Okay. Ooh. That's a good, good one. Movie. That's, That's a good, good one. one. Oh, with Damien? Just a rambunctious yes. little kid? <laughs> yes. Have you seen it? No, it was a reference in Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, you got Todd. Todd, you have Demon House on Amazon Prime. Okay. I'll get it right that time unless there's another demon. Demon houses or no? Nope, pre- pretty sure it's the only demon one. Home, I think it's the only one. Yeah, so you should be good. <laughs> Bob, do you have Corey? Yeah. Oh, will you fucking just rock his world and give him something that he's absolutely never seen? Well, he, it point. has to be. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you asking me to do? Follow the rules? <laughs> I could do that. That's funny. All right, Corey. I feel like I did. I let me look back. I want to see if I Bob Rankin's pulled, a funny guy. If I pulled your name last year, <laughs> this time. Uh-huh. Uh, 10, <laughs> 10, 30, 20. I gave you Moon. I also gave you Evil Dead. 
it, on the tenth. Okay, last year. is this a, an assignment or all the things he's watched? I'm trying to. I'm just trying mm. to figure out whether this is going to yeah. be as hard as I thought it was last year. Okay, he just needs a reference. All right, have you seen uh, Witches of Eastwick? Yes. Witches of Eastwick. I do not believe so. It's kind of a curly moment. You know what's weird about Corey though is that. Well, you, hold on. Is it scary. I. Really. I, I think really. I think it, I, I, it it's not necessarily scary, but the it's got witches in the title exactly. So that's Halloween. It's Halloween. Thanks. Nick. Oh my God, Bob! Come on. I mean, Danielle uh, might you, enjoy oh, you it know more what? than you. <laughs> no, she's sleeping anytime you saw. I I liked it, but there's a bunch of I could I could pick something else here. It's like uh, I just went with the one I, I'm like I'm it's pretty like, sure it's the only one he hasn't seen. It's like Hocus Pocus with a just. Very, a, a way better cast. Have you seen the Babadook? No. Take the Babadook. I think he's take that. <laughs> Corey, you're gonna like I that. Usually, t- I like them both, but you're gonna like that one a lot better he, than the one I. I think he usually assigned. takes those at the end of the night when he's over here. <laughs> 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 he spends a lot of time Babaduking downstairs. <laughs> Lots of it. B a b a d o o k. Gotcha. I, I've never uh, heard of that one. Bab. And he's going to be very excited because uh, not necessarily tonight because of what he's dealing, things he's dealing with on a personal level. But when he comes back to the Chateau de Bader, um, there is now a pseudo rainfall shower head that's been put in the basement shower, which I did send him a picture of. And the bidet's been installed. So I said, you may want to tell Danielle that you're going to be even later than normal on podcast <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah, I put a mini fridge down here. I'll never have to leave. <laughs> you have a mini fridge down here. Oh, <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Thank God this camera's not working. <laughs> can only imagine the pants around the ankles. I'm going to go grab a beer. No, just no pants at all. Oh, <laughs> why, why, why restrict myself and keep them at my ankles? I almost forgot, Corey, because we're on Gentleman's Agreement. I I found this, and I wanted to do a follow-up on an assignment that you gave me. Remember assigning me the final member? Yes. So I discovered, um, don't ask me why I was curious, but... <laughs> okay, I will not. <laughs> there is a, you can buy the movie, um, instead of renting it or streaming it, you can buy a copy of it on Blu-ray. And there's a limited edition Blu-ray Uh-oh. for this that comes with the real bull penis. Wow. What? Yes. <laughs> that is something. Yes. Is this something you've been searching for for a while? Is nope. It, nope. I, is it cooked? <laughs> I can't can't say. I can't tell. Um, but if you order it on Blu-ray, you can see a set that includes a genuine bull penis. Now, this movie came out a while ago. I don't know how old it was when you assigned it to me. I have no idea, to be honest with you. Okay. I, I will say here, Bob, I know yeah. you, you don't watch the comments typically, but Lori did say, uh, I love Stagmata. Stag, stagmata. Is I, that the, the study of the e- evil deer? She said, I, no, there's no stag. Okay. Stog. I, stog. Stogmata? I, I love Stogmata. Stog. I will okay. watch it with you. I own it. I took that. Really? I took that only as as that she loves the movie. So Okay. Stogmata. That, that aside. Yeah, looks like we're watching it together. If only we could reference a uh, double English major or a teacher to fix that sentence. But uh, if eh. anyone out there knows any. Fat finger. It <laughs> happens to everybody. Yeah, no, she's, I, I hope, I only hope uh, 
the typo would be my last hope. I really, really, really hope that the nights that she's with us, because she just is tried and true like all the time with us in in, in the room, yeah. constantly watching us. I hope on those nights that she is like the kids in bed, bottle of wine for mama, like I am just pounding the sherry. Like I, I hope that's what happens. Pounding the sherry. Yeah. Pounding the sherry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What what is that? Well, wow, turn of phrase uh, supposed to mean. I know that seems worse than stacks of pancakes. <laughs> so, <to me. laughs> so sh- sherry is a fortified I'm wine. Pounding the sherry. <laughs> pounding is <laughs> referencing to drinking. <laughs> sherry not with C. I, I was, was going to say, so when sherry leaves, what does she do? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I was waiting for it. I, okay, who refers to a woman as the in front of it? <laughs> Like what? no, no one would ever say like pounding the Gina. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you stopped by. Yeah. Oh, yeah well. stop by. Corey's like, oh, yeah. maybe a little bit later on, I'll uh, be romancing be- the Danielle when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time. No, be romancing the Danielle. I sometimes knock the dust off the Mary. <laughs> <laughs> dust off the Mary. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Please, get, Todd, you're going to have to tell us whether or not she ever caught this episode. Oh, when she does, you'll find out. Because we'll like, never, never hey, hear man, Todd can again. I come yeah. on, hang out there for a week? <laughs> so, anyway, if you guys would let me get back to this genuine bull penis that I was talking oh, about. Oh, yes. Uh, it, is it, it cooked? It, it is preserved in a bottle with a wax seal, numbered, and features a certificate of authenticity to ensure that you're receiving the absolute highest quality product. Additionally, each Blu-ray contains a certificate of donation to the Icelandic Phological Museum, should you be so inspired. And on top of that, because now I'm wondering, like, where can you get this? Is it still available? They don't sell it anymore. However, someone has it up on eBay. How much? $799. Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) That's buy it now. You could... Theoretically, to haggle. $36 for 20, 24 months with PayPal what? credit. Okay, for those yeah. of us who didn't watch the movie or can't remember your review from a year and a half ago, can you tell us what is the draw to wanting to buy a bull penis? Uh, yeah, the, the, the documentary was about a gentleman in Iceland who owns a museum uh-huh. that's entirely dedicated to penises called the Icelandic Phological Museum. Phallus Phological. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this. Home to over 280 specimens collected from every different kind of creature you can think of, and the human penis was the only one that he was missing, and that was the crux of the plot of the documentary. Couldn't he just cut off his own and put it in the museum? Uh, I'm sure. I mean, he was I'm that sure pa- he explored other options <laughs> first. If he was that passionate about it. I mean. <laughs> or he could have bought John Wayne's Bobbitt's. Wait, hold on. <laughs> John There's Wayne's There's a difference Bobbitt's? between... Uh, <laughs> Bobbitt's. John Bobbitt and John Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Did I pause too much? I think so. Yeah. I thought you were going somewhere completely different with that. God, I hope the, go- the ghost of John Wayne fucking fucks with you tonight. <laughs> the Duke. Yeah, so I thought you'd be. I thought That you'd is very interesting. That. I know what I'm saving up for. Yeah, it's going to go on my shelf, right? Right over here by the on-air sign. All right. Uh, I'll I'm a- tell you one. My dog will eat them. They smoke them. They do dogs, dogs, bully sticks. What? Yeah. Yeah. Bully sticks are bull penises. They're stretched out and dehydrated. Mm -hmm. Get them at PetSmart. Dogs Uh, dogs go crazy for them. uh, Dogs love dicks. Indy loves them. (laughs) Todd, have have you had Rocky (laughs) Mountain oysters? (laughs) I have not, but I I am looking forward to today when I get out to a course field to have them at a sporting venue. 
Okay. Dicks and balls. Great conversation here, guys. Gina, you know how, you know how I move on from that? I don't know. How do you move on? For this week, you start playing music from some other segment. Nick's. Let's move on. For this week on Nick's (laughs) existential question of the week, um, it's going to be a little Halloween theme. Surprise, surprise. And the question of the week is going to be if you could die tomorrow and become a ghost and only haunt one person, who would that person be and why? Die tomorrow, haunt one person. I have a sneaking suspicion there's going to be a follow-up question, so I'll, I'll give a pause for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were reached over to mute Todd's no, mic. No, no, no. have to say that. Dude, Except if, for Todd. <laughs> if, if we had, like, um, a little label maker, we could put labels there where I actually knew who, instead of just finger-fucking anything. Well, um, that's him. That's the only Okay, dope. That, all right. There's like 15 fucking buttons. Get here. a label maker and make yourself some labels. Yeah. The label baby junior. Seems like an easy problem to solve. <laughs> Sounds like you solved it. Already. No, because he's going to be like, dude, I spent $600 on this. Don't put fucking sticky labels all over it. I mean, if it would help the production help. of the show, yeah. it would really help. The I, I, don't see, I don't see, Bob, like, it's not like you would put a sticker on there that says Nick is the best, which I'm sure it would probably be on there <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah, but he's like, hmm, good idea. Corey, how does this help us again? Underneath. Just so you know while we're doing the show. <laughs> never I mean, if that'll me. keep you from hitting the wrong button all the time, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I love how you feel question. like this is... Yes, Clarifying sir. question. Yes, Todd. So, by a person, do I have them all their day and into eternity or just while they're living or like a finite cutoff? Todd, Todd, move closer to the mic because that whole sentence cut out like crazy. I don't think it was you being for like far away from the mic. Yeah, I, th- no, I think it was... It just, was just try it. I think it was the interwebs. Just try it. I think it was the interwebs. Just uh-huh. try it. Apparently it's my internet connection because uh, Corey said when we were at Mike's... We had no he, issue. When he has like four times the amount of the, the connection that I have, which I pay like $100 a month just for Wi-Fi. Why? Because I increased it for the podcast. So you can... Mike's is literally for a small business. Like it's an astronomical amount of Wi-Fi, so and Amazing. Bob and Bob and I had talked about you this. You buy by the the barrel? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Bob and I had talked about this uh, off mic, and we we said that if this is a path we wanted to go down, then we would just split it and all go down that road, seeing my usage per month and how much the podcast uses, and and go from there. But we don't think it's necessary. Um, but anyhow, regardless. I do. I do, <laughs> because you're always complaining about not being able to hear me. I don't. So try try your question again, buddy. Well, no, I forgot my question. All right, move it on. <laughs> Clarifying question. Yes, sir. Uh, so the person I pick to haunt, Yes. Can I do I haunt them throughout eternity or just until they die? So, like, if I picked an old person, I could potentially only get, like, a couple well, of Oh, dead. you want to get the most <laughs> haunting for your buck. I want to know if that if that's a, a do I need to, do I need to account for that because I don't want to haunt somebody's already on death's door right because I might get one good <laughs> yeah in the shower and then, <laughs> and then all all of a sudden they're there with you and they're, they're like, like what the fuck it's like, well that was a coin not spent well I just want to clear so you said you so you could give them one good shazam in the shower that's 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 your haunting method <laughs> <laughs> that's your strategy. 
<laughs> the old shower Shazam. You, you'll, you'll have to wait and see when I name you as my person. Yeah, that's fine, dude. I can handle a shower Shazam. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would say that it's, uh, I mean, if you have a lot of old people you despise, then I guess that's going to be a slippery slope. Does how you deci- decide on who you want to haunt, but uh, take it as you may. Yeah. I, okay. I would, yeah. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> no answer. No answer. Just you just wanted to clarify. All right, now you're yep. gonna get some serious. All thought. right, I'll go first. Yeah. So mine would be Derek Muhammad because who who, who, who that? So he's he's a guy. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's he's a huge. <laughs> he's a huge. Did, you, did he just take your answer? Because it sounds like you'd fight him for it. No, 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 no. I have I've had much more experience with him. Yeah, but I I know him as well, and he's a he's dog shit. He's not even a person. I yeah, fucking hate the guy. He's, yeah, he's definitely he's, not listening to our podcast anymore. I will, I will send him this clip just so he can hear it. <laughs> oh, he's he is he is a big, big, big asshole. Um, he's, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, he he used to work uh, at Fairlane back in the day. He got fired. He's had. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. You can hate the guy. We don't need to like air his dirty laundry on the podcast. Yes, we do. No, we do. I, no, he's, seriously, he's not a great person at all. Um, he's he. I feel really uncomfortable. I don't even know this guy, dude. Listen, listen, you're, you're listen. What's his you name don't. again? You're, lo- you're lucky. <laughs> I, I try. I tried his, to, Derek Muhammad. What's his name? Jesus Christ, Derek Muhammad. Okay, it's not actually so, his clarifying real name. question. Yes, sir. Can more than one of us haunt the same person? Sure, <laughs> I think I have. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just okay. So without airing his dirty laundry on all the different things he's done, he's I've seen him make grown men cry. <laughs> I'm about to explain to you all the different. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to go in detail. But he he's just he was he was a boss at the time, and he was a horrible, horrible, horrible boss. Uh, but to give you a for instance, I'll let Corey explain. I tried to get Corey a job with us at this college where he ran the public safety department and Corey just explained your short experience with him. Uh, he called me one night from his phone, left me a voicemail. Uh, and since I was at work and couldn't answer that night, I'm like, it's, it's 10 30 at night. That's kind of weird. He's calling me this late anyways. But by the time I got working, I'm like, it's already, it's way too late now to, to call him back. Called him back the next morning. He didn't leave me a voicemail or anything. He just oh, he left me a voicemail. Oh, okay. So, oh yeah. So you knew what he was calling about. Yep. Okay. Um, and the next morning, didn't know who I was, didn't recognize my name, said he never called me. Um, I Then I tried to ask him, well, how did I get this number? He's like, I have no clue. It must be a wrong number. Did you play in the voicemail back with his voice calling you? I did. I actually left it on his, vo- his work voicemail. And he still denied it? I just, I, of course, I didn't hear anything after that. Was he, it important? It, it was for a job. Oh. He was that, ex- ba- that basically I had, but since I didn't call him back that night, he passed me up. He was extremely oh, narcissistic, serious? And, very serious, and had huge power issues. Like he uh, was kind of um, theoretically castrated, like at his old jobs, and so he felt any power he got um, that he just wanted to fuck over as many people as possible. So I, I remember the conversation. Like he he said, "Um, oh, fuck, you know, fuck, fuck him. He don't he don't want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to him." So instead of saying like, "Oh no, we're gonna go in a different direction," like he pushed out and pretended he didn't know Corey, the person that I gave him the resume, and who my, he called who I for had, a job, who I had prior contact with, also had an interview with. Yeah, and then I, I have no clue. His who you are. his his professional way of handling it was telling him. I remember Corey told me I I couldn't believe because at the time it was in its infancy of me knowing him. 
But uh, he told Corey, I don't know who you are. You have the wrong number. I don't know why you're calling me. And Corey's like, no, you left me a voicemail. It's for this job. I know Nick Bader kind of thing. No, no, you got the wrong person. Like, it was just so uh, juvenile, you know. It was, it, it, and that doesn't even scrape the surface. But that's my person. Haunt him till he dies. Next person. <laughs> I want to haunt him in death too. <laughs> All right, are you gonna pick Corey the same guy? Uh, I mean, it, that would be the easy. I mean, clearly, I I, I do want to. But That'd be I'm the Bob him. answer. I'm Tom, gonna pick him. Yeah, Tom's gonna pick yeah, him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I. I think I'd want to haunt Uncle Mike. Yeah? Yeah. Because he just he wouldn't be scared by it. He'd just be annoyed. And I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> he he did say several times, he said, uh, oh, you know, I really enjoyed going, um, you know, uh, being around your friends and, and, and all that. But he's like, seems like Corey. I can really wind him up quite easily. <laughs> he, you know, he, he gets really upset. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm like, you you put Corey on that ball busting pedestal and you set the stage, so Corey is just reacting accordingly. And you, if you if you get to that level with Corey and you you know get to that back and forth, then he's going to give it just as well as he's receiving it. So I'm like, I don't know if you really think this is serious, but he's never lost any sleep because of you, Mike. And no, God, he's, no. And he's like, oh, he seemed pretty wound up a couple times. I'm like, no, he's just giving it back to you. Yeah. He, he's told you several times, like, ah, you're fucking lucky you're so old or I'd punch you in the face. And and Mike's like, oh, and he would like, look, and I'd be like, really? Do you understand what you just said to him, though? Like, you got to be able to take it, you know? I think I think that'd be absolutely hilarious just seeing him pissed all the time because he's being haunted. <laughs> But in, in all reality, you could accomplish all those things while you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it might take a little time out of my day, but yeah, that's true. I, I could I could potentially work it out. If it's right. haunting, you could just do it. You know, you got nothing else better to do. Yeah, <laughs> turn the TV on, Corey, open the cupboards. You know, Corey's always you dressed do. up in a sheet, running around my house. <laughs> Todd, I'm a little little uncomfortable with the, the dressing <clears throat> up in a sheet talk, but Todd. Did you? Uh, who are you haunting? Are you haunting this guy you don't know, Derek Muhammad? I was gonna, but now I think about it, uh, I'm, and and I think you know who I was going to be at tops in my list. Yes, so somebody tried to yep. sack our career early on. Yep, but I'm going to change it up a little bit because oh. I'm. I just, I just thought back to another time where I was hurt so badly that I actually cried. <laughs> I can uh, sing a song so, about it for you. Is that when you shaved yeah, your It was balls a country song. That's when that hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. He'd haunt himself. It was where it was. Oh it was when another man, another man, made me cry. <gasps> uh, so Dave Gilkey, <laughs> dude. Yep. Why, Gilkey. why did he? He made you cry. Uh, he did. So okay. when I was in college, I had a cat named Barney Badass. <laughs> uh, he's a, he's a cool. He's a, that's he's a cool cat. I, I, I'm gonna say, I'm cool say cat. I've got an, end that. I've got an embarrassment of riches for possible episode title tonight. I don't even know what the hell I'm gonna pick. But so, keep, keep so going. Any, Anyway, Barney Badass, when I had my single, Barney Badass and I were doing great. But somehow, Barney, something got sideways with Barney, and he was, every time he'd step into his litter box, he'd like, the shit would come out before he got in the litter box. So he was peeing in the litter box and on his way to take a poop in there, but he'd shit right on the outside of it. And it became annoying, and this went on for weeks. And Dave Gilkey said, oh, we've had cats all my life. I have the perfect, the perfect thing that's going to fix it for you, Todd. And he said, what is that? He says, you need to go to the store and buy some of that Gerber, Gerber baby rice 
and mix in some of the Gerber baby beef baby food and feed him that for a week, and that'll tighten him right up. And so I did that. And I fed Barney Badass about a whole box and four or five jars of that baby food, and Barney shit from the floor to the ceiling on everything I owned. (laughs) (laughs) And and when I woke up in the morning and there was shit on everything, I bawled. And so for that, uh, David Gilkey, I'll be haunting you. Poor Barney. Gina. Poor Barney Badass. I would probably, no, my haunting wouldn't be like because I hate someone. I would probably haunt my dad. If I was going to die tomorrow, I would haunt my dad because he's got a camera that he, we got him this camera so I can kind of like see what's going on in his apartment. He lives by himself. And he always thinks everything's an orb, everything's a light, everything is something paranormal. So I would probably haunt my dad just because. I think he would just in generally enjoy something going on in the apartment because he's always looking back at the videos to see if there's something going on. So would so it be? You just want to make it but real. Is he excited you want to, to know. Make it real, like he want. He's like always looking. Is is this an orb? I'm like, no, Dad. That's probably just dust. <laughs> hey, Gina, is this a ghost? No, that's your dog, Dad. That's your dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, that's me, Dad. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's just me then. Uh, so I would haunt uh, Dawn from Rays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I think it'd be it'd be the most fun haunting I could I would <laughs> kind, have. Kind of like my reason for Mike. Yeah, she's I. So I love Dawn, bartender from Uncle yeah. Rays. Um, but she's always got something going on, some sort of uh, throat infection, uh, sty in her eye, or some sort of ghost uh, in her house. No, no, no. Some sort of some sort of <laughs> ailment. Add that to the list. Some sort of ailment that's always she's always plagued with some something that she caught from somewhere, and uh, she does not feeling good, and um, and she's always cold, uh, always cold, even in the summertime. Yeah, she is. And I feel cold. like I could have the most fun. Haunting I thought that was all women. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. After you hit a certain age, I think we were just talking about that outside. After you hit, a, after you, uh, I think the age is probably thirty-five. So maybe thirty, I'm thirty-four. You're, you're a little bit early, but you're, you're only Close a couple there, of months away, buddy. And that's the time where uh, shit starts to hurt for no reason, and you start getting cold at times you never got cold before. And uh, it is really, it, it is really weird because Corey, I mean, literally was was one of the the few people that I've known that could wear shorts and flip-flops in the wintertime. We'd be outside, whether it was um, trying to save face or, or whatnot. You know, we'd be outside, outside of Rays, when we used to go there all the time. And it would be, like, 50, legitimately 15 degrees outside. And I'd be yeah. like, dude, how are you not cold? And he'd be like, I'm fine. I'm okay. And I'd be like, no, there's no way. And now I've noticed, like, in the last eight months or so, like he's like, wow, oh, fuck! It was cold out there, and I'm like, wait, wait, hold on, who is this? Well, wait, pants on t- tonight, and then <laughs> yeah, la- last, last week we were at Mike's, Word. but the week before that, I remember standing out there talking to you guys. I could feel my teeth hitting because I'm like, yeah, freezing out here, <laughs> and you used to rip into us. You're like, ah, you pussies. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, apparently this, that time is over. This <laughs> yeah, this person yeah. that would wear shorts in in 15 to 20 degree weather. Is now when it's like fifty-seven, like woo, gotta go inside. And I noticed you have been saying lately, like even when we're around a fire, you're like I'm like, hey man, yeah, I got blankets, I got a coat. Nope, uh, I knew this was gonna happen. Brought a coat, it's in the car. 
But I'm like, Corey I, I, brought a coat. I got my socks. Maybe I'll change my pick right and hunt Corey. <laughs> I'm really surprised no one picked Corey. Honestly, he wouldn't yeah. be afraid. Of it. Maybe I'll change my pick. Corey wouldn't be fun to haunt because he would he would not be afraid of it. You need to pick someone that's super jumpy, super hates anything scary. Like that would be someone fun to haunt. Yeah, but if you can haunt him, you can make him cold. Like, yeah, but he's already cold because he's old. <laughs> think that the, that's we just determined like, that. Yeah. What the hell? Imagine how cold you are then over there. He, Todd. This is Who, me. This, yeah, you. Todd, I'm all right. Todd, this is. I get by. This is uh, <laughs> quite quite a, a an amazing time that we have right now on the Schnozcast because this is like this metamorphosis like that is happening with Corey right now. He literally is, and I got to stop saying literally, but he's he is discovering. I know he's discovering <laughs> he's discovering pants, and he's finger wagged so much about jeans that he's trying to steer clear from jeans. So he's getting like tactical pants. But we just want to say from all of us, it is okay if you wear pants. It's fine. You don't have to wear coats. We understand you're getting colder now. Put on a pair of pants. Yeah, get, on, get some of those Duluth uh, fire hose pants, Corey. There yes, you go. I, I got something very similar. They're the well, they're going to be a pick one day, so I won't. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a text, Todd. Okay, Todd. Todd, I did actually uh, send to Bob one night a a pair of uh, it was like LL Bean jeans. And they were blue jeans with flannel lining on the inside. I and, have some of those. And he said that <laughs> of his, you do. he said, his, I think he said his like balls and asshole were sweating just getting the text message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. Even they're me, awesome. even for me, I feel like I'm like, like I'm starting to get itchy just even thinking about that. No, like, I'm no, like, no. Yeah. It's soft flannel. Very, very nice. And on those, especially here, when, one of the weird things here is, it doesn't get bitter, bitter cold, but the cold with the humidity in the winter time, it's a, it's a, it gets bone chilling. Even though it's not temperature wise, very, very cold. And so, yes, the uh, flannel line jeans, yeah, I, I, what a great invention, even, dude. I'm like a, a very normal person when it comes to hot and cold. Like if it's if it's cold, I'm gonna be cold. If it's fucking hot, I'm gonna be hot. Like I'm not like over the top on anything. Um, you get the right gear, bro. I mean, according to Corey, several years ago, I would get cold too easily. But now, Corey, now I Grandpa feel like he's getting yeah, he's getting colder than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm within striking distance of you, <laughs> Grandpa. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I feel like that that I'm would be afraid. too that would be too much for him. But he did get a new pair of pants. I was gonna say that that that's, that he what's, really what's the loves. baby steps. Yeah, that he really loves. Big boy pants. Any progress with Corey pants. is that a baby got, steps. Are they pants or are they chinos? Yeah. Pants? Are they are they pants or, the, or do they do they not go quite to your ankles? No, no, they're pants. <laughs> are you I about thought about it, Todd. Capris? I thought about it. <laughs> the capri pants? Capri, I meant capris. Culottes. <laughs> the the cool part about this is he's not even thirty five yet, so we're still at a young age, and and it's still. That's about my well, age. But he's. <laughs> are you though? But are he's you? still at he's still in this like he's still in this honeymoon period, where he's got old Corey and new Corey. And he's trying to meld the two and move on and shed his skin to to new Corey that gets cold. Look at his arms are full. He's I love freezing. Corey. He's freezing right now. But, so so do I. And he's dying, Jerry. But but you could but you but you can still reference things that old Corey hates. And he can still appreciate that. There's gonna be a few years from now, he's not even be able to appreciate things like that. Like I'll give you a for instance, when he was at Mike's, I said I could not believe that not only does Mike have like, uh, you know, some people have an electric blanket, which is hot enough as it is. 
no, no, no. Dryer. no, no. Oh, God, that's amazing. <laughs> you can just turn that away, though. That was payback probably for something that happened earlier. Oh, don't. Keep I mean, going. You don't fucking poke the bear. But uh, I feel like so, you already did. I'm, uh, well, yeah, both of you got it coming, so that feather's right into my hat. Uh, but anyhow, he has electric mattress toppers. And I'm like, oh, my God. So basically a giant heating pad that goes over your entire mattress. He has that? No, Mike, my oh, Uncle Mike. Like, he has that? And I told Corey, and he's like, Jesus. He's like, I can't even imagine that. I'm like, oh, dude, all I want is like, wind and fans coming underneath the blankets let alone like i feel like i'm laying in a skillet <laughs> like can yeah. you imagine that cook some eggs on the bed <laughs> yeah fry some so, bacon it's breakfast so in a couple years from now we'll come back to that full circle but but right now if we'll get that old far. old school cory is still thinking that's disgusting i can't wait until i see the cory the the mature maturation from fish sticks to sea bass that's gonna be us. not in our lifetime sir <laughs> not gonna happen i think he's gonna keep moving on i think he is he's kind of discovering himself he learned what an oven was and he'll he'll keep moving forward he's like what the fuck you, you, Why do you, keep yeah. you know well they just keep on taking that story and twisting it to their like don't say they i'm not jumping you, in here you, not today what did I say? <laughs> no it's not, it's it's all I mean, me tonight but are you still buying uh shrimp at the dollar store Oh, dude! I was at the I, dollar store today. I was going to get you. Some I haven't had some go. dollar store get shrimp in a while. Sushi. As a matter of fact, speaking mm. of, of growing up, though, what did I bring tonight for you guys? Corey brought uh, the finest frozen mussels uh, for tonight. Do they sell those at the dollar store too? No, they do not. Okay. Thank goodness. You found a two dollar frozen mussels. Yeah, you can buy them live for very cheap, but uh, you found frozen ones. Okay. The seafood counter was closed. <laughs> frozen mussels. I didn't know they had seafood counter gross. at the dollar store. They they must be I mean, at they Kroger, ma'am. At Kroger, <laughs> they have to be pre cooked. The seafood counter was closed. It I still mean, sounds gross. We'll see. We'll see what happens with them. Thank you, buddy. That was very kind of you. I I didn't know if you like mussels or not. I love mussels. Okay. Cheers. Love them. Todd. Cheers. Oh, one more. That's what she one said. More shock going out the door. <laughs> You guys didn't pre- Jesus Christ. Oh, Yo, you sons of bitches. Did your hair get in your eyes and you didn't see where the, the, the shot? I feel like I got frozen like, muscles didn't. at 29. <laughs> he, he, he almost flew out of his chair trying to reach into his Did he cord. really? Yeah. Machu Picchu. All I see is uh, a very tan Heidi. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> I see some very nice cleavage. <laughs> Todd, you should have you should have absolutely cut a hole in that part of the shirt and just yeah. loud and proud showed off the girls. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fraulein, that is the end of episode 147 for this week. Please join us here next week. And in the meantime, this is uh, on behalf of Nick and Todd and Corey and special guest Gina. This is Bob saying goodbye. See you next weekend. Guten Nacht. Tschüss and bis bald. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> <laughs>